264. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where on today's show, we take a snow day because taking a cocaine day just doesn't sound as good. And <laughs> snow means snow. Yeah, James. Michael. Yeah. You You too. It's going off <laughs> the rails, right? Off the, ooh, off the rails. That would have been a good one, too. Because of cocaine. Coke, yeah, coke and snow. Because and of snow. Fun times. Cocaine. I mean, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> I'm I'm Mike. Welcome to my my dare uh, assembly. <laughs> I'm Jim, and I'm high as shit. <laughs> uh, we're snowing in in Michigan, kind of. Well, well, we were supposed to get the snowmageddon, right? Snowpocalypse. Yeah, didn't exactly happen. It all went north of us, which it always seems to do. It's because we were using that damn European model. Oh, is that what it was? Well, it's metric. <laughs> It's metric, so <laughs> fucking metric. They're like, "Oh, you're about to get fucking <laughs> six feet of fucking snow, wait, mate." Wait, wait. So that's not metric. So you mean by European, you just mean in an accent, <laughs> mate? You're about to get fucking six feet of snow, no, uh, six the... meters of snow. So, so in six meters, I don't know if you know this. Six meters is only six inches. Oh, yeah. That's oh. the actual conversion between meters and six six. It's a one to ten sort of thing. So that makes my sex life so much more depressing. <laughs> no, because no, by the European model, you have a three meter dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to touch it. Oh my no, god! No, I don't. I I, I just uh, Brandon. What's his name? Brandon Rue. Ralph. Brand- Brandon Ralph Superman. No, Brandon oh. Rue on. Uh, you know, local four, whatever. No, Superman's he kept talking. He kept talking about how the uh, the European model was the one that they were going off of for our for our snowfall. They were actually using a European model to to predict our snowfall was for the past hot? few days. Oh my god! Yes, she was <laughs> obviously because <laughs> all of her measurements are in metric. Speaking um, of European, one of our one of our movies was uh, Norwegian this week. Oh, and, Norwegian, um, yeah. Sorry, you said you said you said European models, and I was thinking of the lovely ladies from our oh from our God. Norwegian movie. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. So we were supposed to get the snowmageddon, and that didn't happen. No, it certainly didn't. Uh, a bummer. Too. We were supposed to get fourteen inches, and we only ended up getting like five. God, once again, this sounds like my sex life. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> poor not, girl, <laughs> not what she anticipated. No, but. Uh, 
because we were supposed to get the snowmageddon, mm-hmm. we um, we figured we'd get snowed in. Let's get snowed in. Yeah. Let's do it, like Edward. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so here we are. But we'll get to that later. What have you been up to, there, bud? Besides, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. besides Fuck. what? We'll get into what I've been up to. Oh. You, sir, went under the knife. I did, yeah. I got stabbed. Multiple times. 14. Metric, so it was only 1.4. Um, yeah, I got, uh, I got a new, I got a brand new hip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, Full you, hip replacement. You threw, you threw your hip out too, huh? I threw it out banging nice. your mom. <laughs> you, you too, huh? <laughs> uh, no, I had knee surgery. So, uh, I guess a week ago. Today's Friday, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that you were able to get back in as quickly as you did after having to postpone it because of your COVID diagnosis. Why is that? I don't know. I just kind of assumed that like if you have to reschedule a surgery, it's going to be months out. No, just, oh, you mean like not because of the possibility of lingering COVID, but because no, yeah, just, they just, would be booked up. Just because that's how doctor's offices work. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, my wife works with the surgeon, so, you know. Oh. So, you oh, know. Okay. You know what I mean? No, I actually don't think that that had any bearing on, <laughs> on uh, how quickly I got back in. He just happened to have <laughs> he just happened to have uh, some openings on the books. Um cuz with like cuz with with numbers back up and stuff, I think less people are uh less people are doing elective surgeries right sure. now. So, I get that. So, I was able to get in and yeah, I had knee surgery. Mm-hmm. I had how, a How how old does that make you feel? I had a partial partial meniscectomy and a abrasion chondroplasty. Oh, that's, that's very technical. So basically, they just took part of my meniscus out and mm-hmm. drilled a bunch of holes in my femur. Now, now, did they? <laughs> does it make you lighter? Did you lose any weight? Yeah, totally. You could <laughs> you should see how fast I can kick my right leg. So fast. Now, I mentioned this to your wife. About a week ago. Don't talk to my wife. But did they give you the extra mommy stitch? Oh, yeah. They did? Yeah. Okay, good. So that's totally. working out? All yeah. right. Yes. Good. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how your knee works into that, but I'm sure, but I'm sure it's trust, tons of fun. Trust me. It works in. <laughs> it works into the whole equation. So, But you, uh, you went to a Red Wings game the very next day. The next day. <laughs> yeah. Probably. So... I'm I'm talking. How it, does that work? How do you have knee surgery and then go out and climb stairs and do everything that you did? Well, I'm in pre-op and I'm talking to the surgeon and my wife was my wife works in pre-op, so she was just in there doing all of her computer work, like just hanging out with me. And uh, I'm talking to the surgeon. I go, so hypothetically, if I had an event that I was invited to where I, there would be a decent amount of walking tomorrow, would that be a good idea? And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, in a Wings game that my parents and my sister and brother-in-law are coming down for. And he's like, he's like, I wouldn't, it's probably not a great idea. And Aaron, Aaron said, my dad has, through his companies, had uh, club, club seats yeah. for the past few years, yeah. um, which is a, it's a pretty different ball game than sitting in the, you know, the, the regular seats. So Aaron said, well, they're club seats and you're you a fancy know, guy. I get yeah, it. Yeah, we're fancy. And uh and he goes he goes, Oh, well in that case I would say you could probably do it, but you should probably take your you should probably have your orthopedic surgeon there with you just to keep an eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at Aaron and I said, You're out. Um but yeah, so I went to a Wings game the next day. Uh, 
I got an Uber to the stadium, right? Okay. Turns out getting an Uber out of a Wings game is not the easiest thing oh, to do. Oh, it's miserable. Because nobody wants to because we were going back to the element mm-hmm. uh which is only like a half mile from the stadium oh, i thought you were sleeping in my old car <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say a toaster <laughs> and uh nobody wants to pick somebody up and only drive them a half mile yeah after a wings game well because there's a lot of people who are going you know 10 miles it? outside of town were they accepting it and then canceling, canceling. it yes oh, that's bullshit yeah um, and then I got one guy on the phone, and I was trying to communicate with him about where he could pick me up, yeah. and he didn't speak a lot of English, and, mm. and communication broke down, and he just hung up on me, and I was like, shit. So we just take off walking. I didn't realize that to get to the element, all I had to do was turn right, walk walk <laughs> a half mile down Woodward, and then turn left. You're right there. And so we looked it up on Siri, who is worthless, yeah. and... She took us in some back ass words name. So, you, so you're walking down back alleys with a bum knee. Yeah. Okay. I'm on okay. I'm on one crutch, just trucking along. It's twelve degrees out, I think. My hand that's on the crutch is just like it's numb. I can't feel it anymore. And my leg had gone numb too, so that that worked out to my advantage. But it wasn't. Yeah, we walk. I mean, it, it ended up being like a fifteen minute walk. It wasn't. Oh, that's that not bad. bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, <laughs> when you had surgery the day before, <laughs> it's were not you, great. Were you pretty sore? Um, I was. I was pretty drunk at that point. Oh, that's good. So that wasn't a. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, I don't like taking. I don't like taking pills like they gave me Norco's. Oh, don't. Yeah, I don't uh, I mean, unless you absolutely need them. Don't yeah, I took them. one right after the surgery when I was in recovery, and then I took one uh, later that night on Friday night just to get some sleep. Sure. But I don't really like taking Norcos. They make my head all swimmy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, on Saturday when we were going to the game, I was like, I'm not taking any of that shit. I'm just going to drink beer. And so I did. Sure. Uh, so what James is trying to say is that we have Norcos for sale. <laughs> You can find them on the Buskill Podcast shop at uh, Shopify. <laughs> no, they're 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 just fives. They're uh they're nothing. They're low octane. All right, well, fine. Yeah. From so my, anyway, went to the Wings my game. My surgery. And... I have oxycodone. <laughs> <laughs> so went to the Wings game. We went back to the Element. We went up to the roof bar at the Element, mm-hmm. and there was access to the actual roof, like the outside. Oh, nice. And they had some igloos. Out on the uh, so we went and we stole one of the igloos, uh, and then we met some people who were staying at the element and made friends with them, drank with them for a while, and then that was it. You might have brought COVID back to your house, quite possibly. Yeah, thank you. No, everybody actually, both the people that we made friends with had already had COVID, so (laughs) (laughs) and I had I had had COVID earlier that month, so um, yeah, and other than that, I've just been recovering for the past few days. Because going to a Wings game the day after surgery probably wasn't the greatest idea. Nah, so you, you survived. Fine. Yeah, I'm good. You're I think fine. I'm good. My knee still hurts quite a lot, so I don't know if that's... I feel like that's probably okay. Like have It's you only been, been a week. Have you been on your knees a lot? No. Okay. I can't physically sit on my knees, which okay, sucks. that's good. Is it good, though? It's not, well, good. It's not good for you. Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking out for you here, but... <laughs> Oh, you're so selfless. I know, right? What right? have you what have you been up to? Um I was cultured the other day. I doubt that. I went to the opera house. James. Oh my. Oh, <gasps> and I saw a Disney play. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, cultured. I saw The Lion King finally. Yeah. So this was a belated birthday gift to the girl, and um, or not birthday, Christmas gift rather. And uh, I'm pumped. It was kind of for both of us anyway, because we both wanted to see it. But finally saw The Lion King. I'll tell you this much right now. I don't care if you're not into <clears throat> musicals. If you if you're into childhood nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? And you like, I mean, The Lion King and Aladdin are two of the best Disney movies I think of our at least generation. I would agree with that. Um, next to The Rescuers Down Under, but that's an unsung gem that I'm not going to get into right now. I like that movie, it's but you really movie. you you put it to, you put it like at the top. Oh yeah, for at me, the very top. For me at least, yes. That was one that I watched over and over as a kid. Okay. Loved it. You just like that one frame where there was a naked lady. Ah, uh, you know, you know, you know the good stuff. I do. You do. <laughs> no, it's like it, these days, whenever I'm like, it's a diamond in the rough. Diamond. That's that's what I'm talking about it's from that movie. In the uh, anyway, though, uh, we went and saw The Lion King. You know, everyone has has seen like photos or like the advertisements of how cool like, the the animals are and all that stuff, right? Yeah. In the play. Until you fucking see it in real life, though, dude, it's fucking mind melting. Really, really? How incredibly, like, how incredible the um, choreographed stuff in this show is. It's yeah. incredible. Um, <clears throat> I would recommend everybody go see it because it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't done a whole lot in the last uh, two weeks. It's basically, that was my big day. We went to the DIA that day. Oh. I saw real pages from the Book of the Dead. Cool. Found the Necronomicon. You did? Yep. Did you steal it? I was able to actually, I did not. Sorry. I was able, trust me, if I tried to steal it, I would not be here right now. I would be in jail. Hmm. (laughs) Possibly, possibly home with a tether, maybe, before my court date, but... I just all I all I see is a, a useless a useless jaw flapping from a giant vagina. Sorry, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I am what I eat. What can I say? <laughs> giant vagina. Just, giant. Um, no, I. I was huge. I was happy though. That I actually I actually finally saw the uh, the actual mummy that is in the DIA. So in their oh. Egypt in their Egypt section, there's an actual honest to god mummy. I didn't see it the last time that I was there because it was shut down because there was leakage from the mummy. <laughs> yes. Cool. That room, there was a there was like some sort of like uh something was leaking in that room and it was shut down. I know that because So wait, hold on. But it wasn't like the actual mummy that was leaking, the sarcophagus or whatever. There's I mean nothing, there would be nothing for there's, to leak. But there's I'd... also nothing else in that room. Well, and couldn't it have been like a leaky pipe or something in the ceiling? I choose to believe that the mummy was leaking, and that's all there, there is There would be nothing to leak. The mummies are t- totally dried out. Do you not remember that black sarcophagus that was opened a couple years ago that was all liquid inside? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you don't, yeah. Want, you yeah, don't want that stuff on you. <laughs> you don't want I'm, that stuff on you. That's... I'm choosing to believe that Brendan Fraser had to get called in to solve... <laughs> The problem of the leaky mummy at the DIA. Mm, mm. Point is, saw the mummy. It's really cool. They have a uh, an X-ray next to the sarcophagus, so you can actually see the skeleton that's inside of it. That's cool. Which is really crazy. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. I don't know. DIA. I like art and DIA stuff. So it was, it was a fun day. Did that. Went to a seafood place. Had the greatest vegan meal of my entire life. I know that doesn't sound like much, but I'm telling you, I would go back there. Wait, you ate vegan? I did. At the seafood place. Yeah, it was her day. It was her day. It was, it, was, it was her Christmas gift day. Come on. But that here's the thing. It doesn't mean you have to subject yourself to her dude, bonkers ideology. Dude, I will go back there and order that meal 
over seafood next time. That's how good it was. And I'm not saying that like just as a poussoir. Like it, it was that good, dude. I'm thinking about beating you up tonight. <laughs> I really am. There's there's crutches sitting behind you, and I'm thinking about beating you up with them. Do what you need to do, but I'm telling you, it's it's incredible. You went to Joe Mir. <laughs> I went to Joe Mir. <laughs> seafood, and ate vegan yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. That's, shockingly, they shockingly they even offer it there, which is weird. That's silly. It's what was the dish? Tell me about this dish. Uh, it was a tomato and caper relish with. Uh, uh, artichoke with a ton of our artichoke hearts. Okay. With uh, mm-hmm. over pesto lingui- uh, linguine. All right. With um, what the fuck else was on it? There was a whole bunch. There's some other stuff on it too. But dude, it, it was just fucking incredible though. Like it was delicious and salty. And an artichoke is maybe my favorite thing ever. I like artichoke. Dude, you would have loved it. Was it expensive? Um, it was like thirty bucks a plate. <laughs> no. It... <laughs> Come on, man. Dude. Dude. <laughs> but. Compared to everything else on the menu, know, that but, was cheap. I know, but for where you were, you know, yeah. you know. Oh, I know. You know what I'm getting the at salmon, here. The salmon pate was really good, too. Did you actually have oh, salmon? Yeah, I did. Oh. That came free. Of course I was going to eat oh, it. Oh, so you you made it sound like you ate entirely vegan for well, the Well, my night. main dish was. Okay. The bread and stuff they bring you, I can't, you know, I can't help. <laughs> Got to okay. eat that. I'll, I'll give you. Okay. I'll give you a little... I'm only gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm only gonna beat you a little bit. That's fine. That's fair. I, I actually enjoy light beating, so that's fine. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> anyway, we've uh, that that's our week. Um, hope you guys have all been doing swell. I hope that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> S- speaking of swelling, let's get into some corrections. <laughs> sure. It's swelling. Stupid. You're so stupid! All right, I don't know about you, but I didn't actually listen to the entire episode last week. I did. I got uh, I got a little behind. I do have some corrections though from the first twenty minutes. Okay. So apparently we sucked. All right. Uh, first off, uh, yes, there was a beer called Fuck Twenty Twenty. Okay. That corresponded with the I kind of also Fuck Twenty Twenty One. Fuck Twenty Twenty One. Fuck Twenty Twenty One as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and on that same note, Nightmare Brewing. Is the drawn and quartered beer company not Abomination? Oh, we have never actually had an Abomination on the show. I don't believe. Really? Yeah. You don't I, believe? I went back in my notes and I don't have them. I'm a little behind on my note keeping, but I also don't. See, remember, I, feel, I feel like, but we I had also a, don't remember anything recently either. I feel like we had an Abomination beer that had yuzu in it. Hmm. Maybe. Or was that the Nightmare Brewing one? I don't remember. I don't know. We'll have to look into. We that had a two bit. from Nightmare. Okay. Almost in a row, I think. All right. But uh, mm. yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, I just have to make one correction that's not going to make any sense to you at all. You don't need to ask questions about it. I'll just do it, and then we'll move on. <clears throat> ah, we should totally phone Gaspar. <laughs> he would love to hear this tale. <laughs> and that's it for that one. Yeah, I'm not letting you get away with that. Um. <laughs> so when I was talking about the Riddler... Uh, I I mentioned the Bone Collector or something like that. Yes, I was thinking of the Zodiac Killer. Ah, like okay. the actual visual. Okay, he looks like the Zodiac Killer. Yes, from the movie. Sure, Zodiac with like the bag over his head. Um, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Well, also, I mean, like real life. Isn't there like real life sketches of him wearing yeah, the yeah. possibly wearing the hood yes. over? His... Um, New Mutants did not take place in the eighties. Oh. 
takes place uh like 2026 okay so fair you you had mentioned that it didn't really make sense the timeline with her seeing visions of the essex corp Something like that, yeah. I forget exactly what we had mentioned about it, but yeah, I I, I thought and there you was said, a discrepancy. You, you said you said it doesn't make any sense because according to Josh Boone, it takes place at the same time as X Men Apocalypse, which takes place in the eighties mm, or late seventies, eighties, something like that. Yes, but there, it doesn't. I no, don't know. Does. I don't know where you found that. No, but it does. There Josh was... Boone specifically says that it takes place. Uh, he, now he does say he said something about X Men Apocalypse or uh, like some weird time like, uh, which movie was it where they travel back in time? Days of Days of Future Past. Past. Yep. He says something about an alternate timeline that's created by that, and New Mutants would have fallen on the alternate timeline. Okay, but it still takes place in like twenty twenty six. Okay, just before twenty twenty six or twenty sixteen. Twenty twenty six. Oh, okay. Like just before Logan, because doesn't Logan take place in twenty twenty seven? Something like yeah, that. Yeah. So no, that was that was the discrepancy. There's <clears throat> Logan mentions something about New Mutants in it, or so there's there, there's a weird correlation to where the timelines were kind of fucked. Oh, so there still is some weird that that's what I read, yeah. Okay. So well it doesn't take place in the eighties though, okay, just to fair just enough. to clear that up. Fair enough. And this is just an interesting thing. Uh did you know that did you know that this has nothing to do with I, I guess I could kind of spin it into the whole thing with the nematodes last week mm-hmm. and how you thought that nematodes were spiders because you're not real smart. Um it's fair. <laughs> did you know that there's no human in recorded history who's ever died of a tarantula bite. Really? Yes. I, I I'm pretty sure I would die if I got bit by a tarantula. You wouldn't. I feel like I would. You wouldn't though. You seen those fangs? I know. <laughs> I thought that people died from tarantula bites all the time, and that's what arachnophobia. Arachnophobia has instilled that idea yeah. into like three generations what, of people, which is incredible. People that I also I also learned this from Wild Kratts. Do you know what that is? Wild Kratts, no. Yes. Okay. That's a cartoon. Okay. It's on PBS Kids. Okay. And then I was like it's like these two two brothers who are they're they're well known like uh what do you want to call them? Porn stars. No, like animal conservationists and oh, blah blah blah. So they made a cartoon about their life. Okay. Their adventures and they go on adventures and stuff like that. And they in between the cartoon segments, the two real guys talk about real nature stuff, and they're holding a giant tarantula, and they say, in recorded history, nobody has ever died from a tarantula bite. And I was like, that's bullshit. Tons of people have, because Jeff Daniels has told me that they have. And so I looked it up, and they're absolutely right. Nobody's ever died from a tarantula bite. But what about people that have died from being eaten by a tarantula? Is that a thing? Like, not killed and then eaten. Like, the slow, agonizing death of being eaten alive by a tarantula. I feel like you would have to be incapacitated in such a way... By fear, James. That You're you incapacitated could, by fear. That you couldn't intervene. And it might take them, like, maybe a year and a half Seems to like actually it would take get quite a while, yeah. <laughs> you might die of emaciation <laughs> beforehand, but, you know... That's terrifying. Well, I don't know. That is quite terrifying. But yeah, anyway, that's all I have for uh, corrections. Okay, so what are we doing this week, James? So this week, since we were supposed to get the snowpocalypse here in Michigan, uh, which ended up being, what, six, eight inches? Yep. yep. Something like that? Just a snow day. <laughs> yeah, just, well, two snow days if you, if, you, if you really want to get technical about it. 
But the first one shouldn't have been. Kids totally could have gone to school. Doesn't bother me. It was fun. We had a good time. But uh, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> oh crap! We both just filled our beers. That's okay. Um, I'll drink this one out of the can. It's just an IPA. Yeah, you will. <laughs> it's just an IPA. It's fine. Um. So this week we watched. We wanted to do a couple movies where people are snowed in. Yeah. Right. I mean, just why doing, not? Just doing lines, man. Just doing lines. Just hitting rails. So uh, we, we watched, watched Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> Uh, and uh what the hell and boogie nights and boogie nights yeah um so this week we watched the lodge mm. from 2019 uh yeah and uh, uh cold, what is it james cold prey yes or what's the actual norwegian it's frit fritvil fritvil yeah I which that's which is. actually that's it's not cold prey it's free game oh really fritvil Oh, that's weird. Is free game. So that's what the actual like Norwegian title of it is. Oh, weird. And to go along with that, from Sierra Nevada, in a 12-ounce lovely can, mm. this is Powder Day IPA. Hey. Hey, double dry hopped. We started dry hopping and it snowballed <laughs> into a full-on Powder Day. Notes of citrus, stone fruit, and melon pile high in a blizzard of lupulin powder. Hmm. Sometimes I snowball from dry humping. <laughs> right? What's lupulin? Lupulin? Lupulin. Lupulin. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> uh, and a melon pile high in a blizzard of lupulin powder. I don't know what lupulin... I don't know, but it sounds wet. It does. <laughs> Whatever it is. Ugh. Or maybe I'm just thinking of an Oompa Loompa. Does an Oompa Loompa sound wet to you? Always. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, I should. Uh, the sound of our beers just reminded me. I should. Uh, we should say that uh, our fearless leader, who is no longer with us, J. Raj, sent us a Snapchat the other day. He has straight up brainwashed his child. He's he is he has indoctrinated his child into the cult of the cult of Buzzkill, and he's trained her to <laughs> every time. And she's what? She's one and one and a half yeah, at this point? something like that. Every time she hears a can open and hears the can crack, she goes, Janana, Janana. <laughs> the funny thing is that she has no idea why she does it. No idea. She just does it now. So she's going to, like, she one day she's going to be in college, right? Something like that. <laughs> Somebody's going to crack a beer by her and she's just going to look at him and go, Janana. <laughs> They're going to go, what are you doing? <laughs> That's, That's a weird compulsion that I have. <laughs> it's like Pavlov. It really is. Dogs. It really Da-da-da. is. Oh, boy. Oh, J. That's Raj. fantastic. He is the architect I mean, for a reason. Yeah. He's he's building that sound library up. <laughs> um, all right. So all right. Uh, anyway, let's give this beer a try. This is, did I say what this yeah. is? Uh, 12? Potter Day, uh, yeah. Yeah. Does it say? Oh, this is a 7.7 percenter. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bud. Oh, dink. It's a, it's, it's a solid IPA. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. I feel like we've drank so many different IPAs on the show now that it takes a really special one to stand out from the crowd. You know. Yeah. This is in the upper echelons, I would say, of just good standard tasting IPAs. Yeah. 
You know, there's yeah. nothing special about it other than the fact that it's really good. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's kind of. There's really nothing else to say about it. It's refreshing. It's. It's kind of weird. It's, it's crisp. It's kind of weird though how I've gotten so used to uh, New England style IPAs mm-hmm. that regular. Well, I guess this isn't a regular. This is double dry hopped, but like. The taste of a regular IPA is almost sort of jarring to me because New really? Eng- New England style IPAs are so smooth. See, I still drink a lot of uh, Founders, a lot of their uh, mm. all days. So like their all days is but my all, favorite. All day to. IPA, like it doesn't, it doesn't have like the like this has a a bite to me. No, but it's the same that all day flavor profile sort of though. Like it's sure, like yeah. all IPAs, you know, have that same. Don't get me wrong though, that's that's good. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's very delicious. good. I could uh, I could and slam I could slam a few of these on the uh, the old on, on the, the old slopes on the old uh, fucking <laughs> on the old chairlift while I'm heading up to the top of the hill. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Sierra Nevada is. I don't think Sierra Nevada has ever let us down. I don't think so. Have they're we actually good. drank a lot of Sierra Nevada? I mean, pale. I mean like I've drank pale. a lot of Sierra Nevada yeah. in my life, but I, have we had a lot on the show? Um, you know, come to think of it, maybe a couple over the last. Five and a half years, but well, I'll be. Not we gotta get more of them. Not All right. Man. Anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. Feed me. Oh, Seymour. Oh, 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 All right, James. Hey, just to avoid a correction for yeah. next week. Yeah. You want to know what lupulin is? What's up? Do you? I do. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> hey, have you ever <laughs> ever looked at a whole cone hop and see yellow powder clinging to the green leaves? No. Oh, you haven't? No. <laughs> Amateur. That's lupulin, a naturally occurring substance in hops that plays a large part in giving the plant its characteristic scents and flavors. Okay. In other words, lupulin contains many of the hop acids and essential oils that make beer so delicious. <laughs> in fact, when brewers add hops to their beer, it's largely with the intention of extracting these very acids and oils. The plant matter from the hop cone itself is usually discarded. <laughs> Just discarded like a piece of shit. <laughs> I lo- I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I'm reading this, and... I love how we, uh, I love how we treat beer like it's totally not drugs. Oh, it's drugs. We're drug. We're we're drugs. We're doing drugs. We <laughs> we're we are drugs. We are drugs. We're doing drugs. Are you, Craig, are you Craig Owens? Huh? Are you Craig Owens? <laughs> we are drugs. <laughs> God, I wish. <laughs> uh, okay. Can we get into more important things now? But can we all agree it's drugs? We're doing it's drugs. We're doing drugs. Hey, cheers to drugs. Cheers. Cheers to drugs. All right, uh, a couple of deaths this week that we got to get through here. Um, my bloody Valentine star Paul Kelman has passed away at the age of 72. Mm. Um, he, uh, d- he died due to health complications, it says. Okay. So it doesn't really say what it was all about. Hopefully it was just uh, natural causes, you know. At 72, it seems a bit young for that, but who knows what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he starred in the uh, 81, uh, 81 classic my Bloody Valentine. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rest in peace to Paul Kelman. Rest in peace. Uh, also, the Walking Dead actor Moses J. Mosley. Oh, yeah. Passed away at the age of 31. Yikes, dude. Super young. Super mm-hmm. young. Um, 
there uh, there's no cause of death that's given yet he was just kind of he was just found dead uh in stockbridge georgia um he was reported missing though so i have no idea what's going on with this this is probably going to be one of those uh in progress kind of things as they investigate and figure out what happened but that's kind of crazy i thought that i had seen something maybe not okay what's that yeah uh, oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, the Walking Dead actor who starred in The Hunger Games was mm-hmm. found dead last week from a gunshot wound. Oh shit! So I don't know I if that was. See that. I don't. They don't say whether it was self-inflicted or whether it was you know from somebody else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just Yikes. awful. Thirty-one years old. Yes, yeah, that's terrible. Way, way, way too young. Man, there was that. Uh, there was that Miss USA. Yeah. Uh, um. I, man, winner. I I, she was yeah, a winner. She right? was yeah. a winner. Yeah, and then she was she was also a host on uh, Entertainment or E or um, I can't remember the actual name of the the show, but she, yeah, like she she had jumped out of a 60th floor yeah. window or something. Yep. Yikes, man! Yep. That um, awful. No, it's. I was talking to I was, I was talking to Aaron. I was like, it's just like this. Seemingly was a. a a young woman who had everything going for her. Goes to show and, that you don't know what's going on in people's right. heads. Aaron's, that's what Aaron said. She's like, depression has no, you know. I, I it, hate to say, especially has, in that line of work, but like, I feel like the the amount of pressure that is put on, especially women, to look a certain way, and mm. if you're, those pageants are not exactly known for being the most uh, conducive to mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, granted, she was obviously out of that at this point, but if she, I, I don't know if she had a career in modeling or what she was doing necessarily. Um, maybe it has nothing to do with that. I don't know. Well, like it, I it's, said, it's she, was a, she was a host but, on E. Like, okay. You know, she was still active and like, and yeah, but yeah, I, sorry. Whatever, I, I know yeah, that has, no, I know fine. that, I know that has nothing to do with horror and stuff, but I just, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Chelsea though, Christ was her name, by the okay. way. Well, rest in peace to her and also to Moses J. Mosley. Um, super sad. And our last death this week, uh, when you, uh, when you think of Charlie Brown, what is the best special that comes to mind? Uh, for me, it's the Christmas special. Okay. What is the second best that comes the to mind? The Great Pumpkin. Okay. There yeah. we go. Now, now we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Robbins, who voiced Charlie Brown in the special, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, he passed away this week oh, at the man. age of 65. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, see here. Uh, he died unfortunately by suicide. Really? This is not a good week for for that apparently. Um, which is a super fucking bummer. Um, yeah, sixty five years old too is incredibly young for someone to die. Yeah, you don't like sixty five. It's like mid age, obviously, but like it's 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 too young. People live to be. Guy had another twenty years at least ahead of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. I, I don't know. It's just a bummer, man. When I hear when I hear about suicides, it's just like you wish somebody would have done something. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like suicides are completely avoidable most of the time. Yeah. Well, you, it, you know what a, I mean. A, a lot of I mean. people don't telegraph what's going on in their head, though. Well, you know, but, it's but that's the thing. Like avoidable a lot of people are in the sense that if just talking about this kind of stuff sure. was more regularized, right. Right, like talking about mental health yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. You know, um, like it, oh, did you hear that? Too, uh, Michael K. Williams, who died not long, uh, what was that? Six months ago, yep, maybe. Yep. Four people were charged. I did in his overdose for death. 
selling him laced drugs. Yeah, fentanyl-laced heroin. Yep. God, dude. That's fucked. Yeah, super fucked. Awful. Uh, anyway, though, um, yeah, Peter Robbins, though, he he voiced Charlie Brown when he was just nine years old. Wow. And he's 65 when he died. That's wild. It's crazy to me that a, a cartoon of that age has aged as well as it has. <laughs> <laughs> How many things we're still watching that are that old, to be yeah. honest. Um, but uh, yeah, he'd been on a ton of other stuff. He'd been in The Monsters. He was in... Uh, Get Smart, one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, ton of other stuff, though. So rest in peace to uh, Peter Robbins. Yeah. Um, all right, not a, whole, not a ton of other news this week. Uh, if you're fans of Supernatural, uh, you're in luck because you're getting a prequel that really? is being narrated by Jensen Ackles, who played Dean <clears throat> in, the, uh, in the show. So let me ask you something. Yes. Because I don't... I, I have not watched supernatural i know that i need to i should get caught up on it uh there was i saw an article where it was like where it was like the fallout between jensen ackles and what's the other dude's name jared padalecki yeah like why jared padalecki didn't tell was it so jensen ackles is the one who's narrating it yes yeah there was like a fallout no those two have a bromance that will literally never well no it was it was like a short-lived fallout like they're friends again but it was was there an was there another season? Are you sure that, this wasn't one of those things where like click on this and then click on this? <laughs> like one of those clickbaity. Uh, I don't think so because I clickbaity. Well, like I said, I I have I don't I've never watched Supernatural, so I didn't look too far into to it. To my knowledge, there's never been that. Even when Jared Padalecki got like really in trouble in like for the in the law. Like Jensen Ackles was like right there by his side. Like f- to my knowledge, I've never had a falling out. I also don't follow them like Tiger Beat or anything, so I don't know for sure. I don't but fo- I don't follow them like Tiger Beat. <laughs> uh, okay, this so this is Jared Padalecki clears up feud rumors with Jensen Ackles over supernatural prequel drama. Oh, and this is what you're talking about, right? Oh, the yes. prequel. I don't know about this. Fill uh, me in, baby. Brothers for Life, Jared Padalecki. So this is this comes from Entertainment Online. Uh, brothers, brothers for Life, Jared Padalecki, pa- Padalecki, Padalecki is once again reiterating that there's no bad blood between him and his longtime former Supernatural co-star Jensen Ackles. In June, Padalecki responded to a fan on Twitter who asked if he was involved in a reported prequel series to Supernatural on which Ackles will serve as the narrator and producer. Padalecki said he'd heard nothing of the project and was gutted about not being involved. That doesn't mean there's any anything between the two of them, though. He knows how he knows. I know how much supernatural means to both of us. I'm not going to read this whole thing yeah. right now, but it's something something well, worth looking into. Listen, Jared Padalecki is the new Walker Texas Ranger. Is he really? So I don't think he's got anything to worry about, except for maybe performing martial arts. Except for <laughs> living up to the standards that <laughs> right. have been set for him, right? Um, no, I, the I, new the I, new Texas. That's fucking. Yeah, right. Okay. Texas, okay, Jared. They should rename it Texas Woker. <laughs> Get it? No. Because Walker is woke. Okay. Because he, he doesn't do martial arts anymore. He's nonviolent. <laughs> he's, he's vegan. He, he uh, meditates three hours a day. And he talks people off of ledges instead of kicking them off ledges. That's it. 
Um, half, no. half a season before that one's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, so Jensen Ackles, I actually just uh, listened to a podcast with him with, on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, and he talks about how like he's done 15 years of the show, mm-hmm. and he still loves it as much now as he did back then. So it's like he'll never, they'll never get away from it. Sure. So that's pretty cool, though. If you're a fan of that show, uh, you have more Supernatural to look forward to uh, for at least a season and a half. Okay, let's see here. <clears throat> Masters of the Universe is a movie that has been floating around for pretty much as long as we've been alive in terms of a reboot goes. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and it now has a new home at Netflix with a new hunk of hunk guy playing He-Man. Oh, boy. That man's name, Kyle Allen. I don't know who that is. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is more exciting. He's from West Side Story, apparently. Um, This is most exciting because Netflix has a good track record of actually getting things done when Mm. they want a project. Yeah. And I've been, like, people, not not just me, people have been waiting for a Masters of the Universe reboot for 20 years, at least. Yeah. It's been a long time this has been floating around. Didn't Kevin Smith just do something? Uh, Kevin Smith did the animated animated one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the live action one has been around since the '80s, like a reboot since like the late '80s, early '90s, something like that. Yeah. So the fact that this set now is living at Netflix, I'm very excited about it. So, I am looking at Kyle Allen. This dude's gonna need to bulk up to play He Man. Yeah, he. Um, He's a. Uh... I'm, which which I'm sure oh, he I'm which sorry. I'm sure I'm he can sorry. do because you I'm know sorry. actors I'm sorry. are you know actors are crazy good at bulking up and also this is anabolic steroids exist article about jackass five and he's playing wee man (laughs) i misread this whole thing what are you talking about (laughs) because he's so small he man and wee man yeah i get it yeah yeah you get it okay moving on here uh disney plus is continuing to feed the nostalgia uh nostalgia machine uh with its new live action goosebumps series that is coming Right? Yes. Gris Burns. Uh, wait for every single episode to be about uh, a living dead doll or a dummy, because that's Good, what fine. every Goosebumps thing is apparently about, slappy and whatnot. Well, and egg, egg monsters from Mars. Oh, dude. Dude. And the monster under the sink. The abominable snowman from Pasadena is the jam. Right? That's the fucking jam right there. <laughs> Purple book, teal background. I remember it clear as, so clear as day. Um, let's see here, though. Uh Rob Letterman, who directed the 2015 Ghost Goosebumps movie, will be directing the first episode, which is fun. So it's all in-house. Um, so yeah, good stuff if you're cool. fans of Goosebumps. Uh, what's new on Blue Jams? Oh, geez, so much stuff. Uh, I'm basically just going to give you the names of the movies and their release date because there's quite a few of them. Done. So the Slumber Party Massacre remake from director Amy Holden Jones uh, is actually going to hit... Uh, it just hit Blu-ray a couple days ago, and next it's coming to VHS tape. Ooh, to the tape. To the tape. The VHS tape. Mm. Um, from Broke, Broke Horror Fan, of Sounds course. Sounds like it's going to be a real blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right? <laughs> um, I don't even have a date on that one. <laughs> Uh, did you watch the Summer Party Massacre remake? I did not, actually. I actually want to catch up on the other ones first. I know the uh, the guys over at the Bloody Good Film Podcast, they just did them. 
and they did the new one as well. I have not listened to the episodes yet, though, because I don't want spoilers. So, and also because we hate them. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, I'm not a fan. What are you talking about? <laughs> one of the best slashers from uh, the past several years, which I haven't seen, so I'm just taking their word for it. 2017's Tragedy Girls. Mm, yes. Which, a couple of girls in masks killing people. That seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it is coming out courtesy of Vinegar Syndrome and also Gunpowder and Sky. That's a fun name. Yeah, it is a cool name. I really like that, actually. Um, that will be coming out uh, a limited edition slipcover. Uh, special em- special embossed slipcover from Haunt Love. 2,500 units available at Vinegar Syndrome or Vincent if you're Mike and you're really super cool. Oh, uh, hey. Read what? it. Read it. What? See that sticker right there? That black one? Yeah. Where's that? Right there? What's Where? That, say? that says Vincent. Yeah, baby. Did you inspire them? Yeah, baby. I think you inspired them. Yeah, baby. <laughs> when did so you get not, that? It's not just me. <laughs> when did you get that? I don't know. When I got my last Vincent order. <laughs> You t- you you have comp- you've covered up your Travis Knight picture. I haven't. With like two other stickers. Oh yeah, no, I did that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to be like cool and edgy, right? Yeah, right. Damn the man saved the empire. It's like a, it's like a thing <laughs> over her mouth. I thought it was fun. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It is, and we all know that Mike's Mike's all about uh, silencing women. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, Tragedy Girls will be coming out courtesy of. Courtesy of Vincent, you can pre-order right now on Vinegar Syndrome, and uh, you should, because, you know, why not? If you guys can't tell that I'm doing these on the fly tonight... I wasn't going to say anything. I am. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Scream Factory recently recently announced the uh, Hammer Horror title, Night Creatures. It's Mm -hmm. coming to Blu-ray from 1962. That will be coming out on... April 19th. Is that the Peter Cushing movie? It is. Ooh. stars Peter Cushing. Oh, okay. Um, I've never seen it, admittedly. Have you? I've not, no. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, I'm I, I'm not crazy well-versed on a lot of the old Hammer movies. Yeah, neither am I. Like I, I Ironically, the... one of the movies we watched this week is a Hammer movie. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Who knew? Well, we did. I didn't. Now you Until do, though. I watched it. <laughs> Uh, Wes Cravon. This one we can probably spend a little more time on, because uh, oh yes, this one yes. Oh uh, yeah, West Cravon's movie Cursed is coming to Blu-ray courtesy of Scream Factory on April twenty-sixth. Uh, there are no special no special features so far, but Scream Factory does note that this release features a never-before-seen version that is shockingly more frightening and undeniably more fun than the original release. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. And that right there, with that description, is where the controversy starts. Okay, let's hear okay. it. Let's hear it. Uh, I'm going to try to pare this down as, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, the production of Cursed is literally cursed. It's cursed. Uh, it took two years to film the movie. Okay. And that is because pretty, pretty Wes standard. Craven and... Uh, uh, Kevin Williamson, who the duo behind Scream. Okay. Uh, this is supposed to be their version of Scream, but for a werewolf movie. Okay. Look up the original cast for Cursed, because it's important. Okay. Um, so what happened was they wrote this movie, and the Weinsteins notoriously are well known for meddling in uh, in movies. Uh, 
and, and for abusing women and for abusing well well one of them is not <laughs> okay. not not the older one yeah. um but they meddled in this movie so much to where like 75% of the movie is all reshoots. They recast most every character in the movie. I remember It's insane. I remember talking about this on the show. Also, Rick Baker did the werewolf no, what, Rick Baker? Yeah. Rick yeah, Baker Rick did Baker. the werewolf effects uh-huh. for the movie. Every bit of his effects work was replaced by CGI. Shit, CGI. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. So here's the thing. There are cuts of the original cut with the original, most of the original cast and Rick Baker's, I believe Rick Baker's effects. It does exist. There was a guy a couple of years ago that put out uh, a review saying that he knew somebody that was able to get him access to view the movie in private. Okay. It does exist. Here's the thing. Everybody got super excited about this, this release Mm -hmm. because well, why would Scream Factory put this out if it wasn't going to contain that version of the movie, right? Yeah. It doesn't. Really? No. That description that you read? Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. Dawn of the Discs is an Instagram page. Yeah. That, for all intents and purposes, spoils releases for big companies. They get the lowdown, and they re- and, and they exist by being able to, be, to uh, announce things first. Sure. Before... Before the big announcements from the companies and this and that, uh, Scream Factory recently sued him, I believe, over the release of the 4K Halloween uh, movies really? that came out. Yeah, because wow. he spoiled the release and they claim hurt his their business and yada yada yada. Aww. Whatever. Point is, is that um, he put this out uh, first, so Scream Factory then, as a gut reaction, had to announce it themselves instead of writing up their own description of the movie mm-hmm. that description that you just read is what's on the back of the dvd that was released in like 2004 or whenever the fuck that dvd was released really so that's that's misleading because they're talking about the unrated version that was on the dvd not what everybody assumed was a version you've never seen before it's the unrated version that was on that dvd which is just a couple extra scenes and okay so this article says the update, because they said, uh, never before seen, that is shocking, shockingly more frightening and undeniably more fun than the original release. It would seem that the release will include some of the sweet Craven cut footage that we've been Which is, long yeah, waiting for. Yeah. The update is, the above never before seen version text was referring to the previously available unrated cut rather than a new version for this release. Uh, this was the same text used on the back of the unrated cuts DVD release, which at the time was never before seen. Yeah. So here's here's the thing though. So our buddy, our buddy Chris Jordan, he went on a whole tirade about this. Um, he brought up another interesting point though: the fact that Scream Factory now has access to the Miramax properties that have been under lock and key for a long time, mm-hmm. in and of itself, is exciting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies in that catalog that deserve better releases, updated releases, and all that kind of stuff. So if if nothing, if we're not going to get the curse cut that everybody wants, if nothing else, this serves as a, a good omen that like now there's a new door opened to get releases for other movies sure. that deserve them. Yeah. So that's, you know, silver lining. That's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, this release of Cursed, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So... 
Is it is it just never like does the footage still exist somewhere? No, yeah, no, the, it does exist. Like I said, a couple years ago, somebody watched it. Somebody and reviewed actually, it. Well, okay. Why they couldn't get the resu- the the rights to to do that, I have no idea. Hmm. But it does exist. Simple as that. That's very strange. Yeah. Um. Also, this limited edition uh, slipcover is not. Oh, it very, sucks. It's, the art sucks. It's, it's really, terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> it's terrible. Like when you. Like, like when pull you, up that, pull up the art for Silver Bullet. Like the new, the Screen Factory oh, art for yeah. Silver Bullet is amazing. Yeah. And it was done by, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Devin Whitehead? Devin White. I think it was Devin Whitehead, yeah. Yeah. Or Edmondson, Jason Edmondson. It, might, it was one of the two. Oh, really? I think it was Whitehead, though. I think you're right. Point is, though, you already set the bar for werewolf covers. Right. <laughs> to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like, what this looks like is a, an illustration from uh, the old... So there was there was scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. with this amazing Stephen Gamble oh, yeah. yep. uh, illustrations, but then there was another series called Scary. What the hell is it called? Scary stories for sleepovers or something like that. Basically, the redo. It was basically like a knockoff. The same. Of, well, it was the same stories though. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. This was a different. This was okay. a different okay. series. It was just kind of trying to play off of the scary, scary stories to yeah. tell in the dark, which is untouchable because of Stephen Gamble's illustrations, right? This looks like the artwork from that knockoff series. So you're not talking about I'm not talking about when they redid the... No, because that was a fucking abomination. I will let you know, I was recently at Barnes & Noble's looking for a book, and I came across the Scary Stories books. Yeah. None of the updated art was even on the shelf. Really? All Stephen Gamble. Good. And and a bunch of different editions, by the way. Good. That's good to know. That's good. Do they have hard copy? They do. Oh, man. They do. I, I actually to... almost bought that for your kid, which is the reason that I was at the bookstore. Fucking hell, dude. Have they read The Stinky Cheese Man yet? Uh, Sadie thumbed through it. Okay. But we haven't full on like Fair. sat down and, and read it yet. Fair. I'll take good thumbing. <laughs> Not from your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, moving on. All right, my last bit of... Are you done? No, there's oh, like 18 wow. more. Uh, so, so here we're just gonna do uh, Happy Death Day is coming out. Happy Death Day is an amazing movie. We both loved it. We both loved the second movie as well. Uh, Scream Factory announced that Happy Death Day is coming out on 4K Ultra HD in a cool. two-pack box set, arriving on April 26th. Cool. 2022. There's uh, a limited edition with like pins you can get too. I think. Oh, pins! I do like pins, a good, Basil. I do pins. like a good pin. <laughs> Now, enamel or metal? I don't know. Probably mm. enamel. That's I like a hipster ena- thing to do. I like enamel pins. Uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer is coming to 4K and Blu-ray uh, from Arrow Video, Ooh. which is, uh, which is uh, well, the 4K will be region-free, obviously. Just point but... me in the direction with your Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that one's out on April 18th, 2022. Uh, New Year's Evil. Mm, great movie. Great film. We both <laughs> we, we both enjoyed it. Uh, Kino Lorber Studio Classics is uh, putting out New Year's Evil on April 12th, 2022. And moving right along because there's way too many of these. Oh, finally, this one. I feel like we kind of need to watch this movie for like next week. Okay. And maybe get Tank in here to do some fantasy films. Ooh, I like, I like fantasy. I've never seen this movie, but I watched don't, the... Don't check my browser history, but I like <laughs> fantasy. 
I've never seen this movie, but I watched the trailer earlier for The Sword and the Sorcerer. And I do like I like fantasy movies. I love sword and sorcery type movies. Mm-hmm. This is literally called The Sword and the Sorcerer. <laughs> so how much real inventive? How much better can it get? Uh, the guy's tiny little legs and huge bulky body on the cover art really cracked me up. Uh, so anyway, uh, 1980s fantasy movie, The Sword and the Sorcerer, will be coming to 4K Ultra HD, which an 80s movie on 4K. It's either going to look really good or really grainy. Grainy. I feel. Pick one. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like Blu-ray is like the stopping point for movies from the 80s. You know, I said that about DVD, <laughs> and now I find myself being like, I want all the old movies on Blu-ray. <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, that one that one's coming out courtesy of Scream Factory on March 15th, and like I said, watch the trailer. Looks dope as hell. It does. I would really like to do this movie, if not for next week, then soon. Very soon. Maybe pair it up with Green Knight. Ooh, I'm into that. You know, something like that. I have a Green Knight pin on my jacket. Do you really? I do. Let's do it then. It's a sign. Let's get Tankersley in here. Let's talk about some fantasy stuff. Done. All right, bud. Speaking of fantasy, let's do some fan casting for my last bit of news. Dwayne, I'm sorry, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. uh, Has come out and said that, uh, quote, we're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, one that I've played for years. So the the Dwayne's <laughs> you, you already out, did a Doom adaptation, The Rock, and a Rampage adaptation, The Rock. <laughs> now the Dwayne is bringing out another one. What movie do you think it is? Now, full disclosure, we don't know what it is, but let's fan cast. Oh, what movie do you want to see the Dwayne in, um, or the Johnson? <laughs> uh, that's easy, DJ Boys. <laughs> DJ Boys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Or or uh, or um, so not, here not Killer Instinct. What the hell is it? Is it Killer Instinct? Oh, Clay Fighter. No, not wanna, ki- wanna... <laughs> no. What's the what's the what's the shit? What the hell's the game? What's the game where you can play as the Mantis or you can play play as the the punk guy with the time chains? killers? Time killers. <laughs> Fuck Dwayne. yes. Rock the Dwayne Johnson in time. Killers. I want Rock the Dwayne Johnson to play the guy, the guy with the mohawk yeah, and the I'm chainsaw. And I want Jean Claude Van Damme, the original, Predator to wear costume. the original Predator costume and play as the fucking Mantis. Sorry for being very loud, but yeah. I mean, we're doing fan I'm casting, in. right? This sounds like the perfect movie. Fuck, I'm in. Yes, oh, boy. All right, so here's the, here's the games that Twitter is currently floating. Twitter's stupid. No, these are actually pretty good. Gears of War. Okay. Which I kind of feel I like I don't, really, I don't really care. Not about for him. That. Not for him. Not for whatever. Right. I don't give a shit about. Uh, of now War. this one, God of War. Oh. Ooh. Didn't they do a God of War movie? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Not with not with the Johnson. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock Johnson. But I can see the Rock. Picture the Rock with a big beard, playing Kratos. I could see that. With that fucking eye paint. Yeah, dude, like I the... could see it. I could see it. I mean, it's half Samoan already, right? Just saying. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, they're also saying Fortnite. Eh, whatever. Dude, if but I, this one. I, but this one. I, I was watching a stream of Fortnite the other day, which, by the way, I don't it's know. Not fun. I don't know why I was watching a stream of Fortnite. I don't know why. I heroin. just got kind of sucked in. Probably the heroin. Uh, second of all, Fortnite is fucking stupid. Yeah. No, it is. I'm sorry if I just lost some listeners. Fortnite is fucking stupid. 
Yeah. It looks like a stupid game. Well, playing with competitive people is stupid because you don't stand a chance, first off. Uh, and everything is so meticulous, it's just I not even know. fun. Yeah. It doesn't look like a fun game. You want me. a good shooter to play? Yeah. Fire up your old Xbox original. Yeah. Play the game 13. Right. Have you ever played it? No. Amazing. Really? It's, it's one of the best... That and Goldeneye are like the best. Well, uh, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Sorry, off tangent here. Um, <laughs> here's one that I'm excited about. Rock the Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Okay. Starring in Grand Dude. Theft Auto. Oh. <laughs> that would just be that would just be fast and furious. Yeah, duh. <laughs> he already did that. And he's excommunicated from that franchise. Now he gets to start his own version of that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm into it, dude. I'm into it. It's heat mixed with Fast and Furious. What's not to love? It's the best. I don't know. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm so into that. Grand Theft Auto is all about like playing out your darkest desires, though. With the Johnson. (laughs) I just don't like. I don't think that they can make a movie. I don't think that they can make a Grand Theft Auto movie that would satisfy. That would that would oh, satiate the rabid by fans. Trauma. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> I don't think you could make a Grand Theft Auto movie that would satiate the fans she of could. Grand Theft Auto games. Because like every, let's be honest here. Every I did this for four hours the other night when I had my leg elevated. Every single game of GTA Five. This is a PG podcast. Every, <laughs> totally, totally it is. Everything. Every single game of GTA Five starts off with. I do a mission and then I look up cheats and I turn on invincibility and, and I walk hooker. I walk around the <laughs> I walk around the streets killing hookers. <laughs> That's what it is. You tell me you wouldn't pay to see The Rock do that. I'm just saying that I don't <laughs> think that they would make a movie like that. Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. Oh yeah, I can see it. The fact that we haven't had a Grand Theft Auto movie yet actually is shocking to me. But What's it gonna? I I just don't. I mean, gone like Gone in sixty seconds and Fast and Furious are Grand Theft Auto movies essentially, just well, without the, without the unnecessarily gratuitous violence that is definitely needed for for it to be a Grand missing. Theft Auto movie. Maybe that's what it's missing. <laughs> I don't With know. John Claude Van Damme in a mantis suit. <laughs> Done. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Um, that's your news. That's your. The Johnson News. Yes. That's... Can we just rename the bleed feed to the Johnson News? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Swinging around. <laughs> Swing that Johnson. Oh, God. Swinging you the news since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really since 2015? 2016. No, it's not. 2016. Five, five and a half years. Oh, my gosh. We're old, dude. We are so old. Hey! I remember when, <laughs> I remember when the Buzzkill Podcast first started. I was four years old. You say you farted. <laughs> I said it started. Uh, <laughs> we need to take a break. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll come sure. back and we will talk about movies with snow. I have a lot to say about these movies. Yeah. We're yeah. going to be here for a while. Yeah. Let's get some. Uh, we're going to go get some snow. We're going to do some blow. And then we're going to talk about some snow. Yeah. Yeah, done. We'll be. I'll, I'll be back. 
Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Wanna go bleak? Yeah, dude. Let's go bleak. Let's fucking go bleak. Our first movie of the night. I thought you said obliques. No, no, no. Go bleak. Like, a, like, kind of like a side to side. Because I've been eating like shit lately. I need to get rid of the love handles. So I thought you meant like the obliques. I mean, we can do that. Like this. We can do that. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about, though. Like this, this is a very effective. <laughs> this is a very effective motion for. Yeah, let's go bleak, man. Okay, let's go bleak. So, <clears throat> Biodome from 20... 20- <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right, first movie we're talking about tonight, uh, because like you said, we're talking about being snowed in, right? Yeah, dude. The slopes. The sl- hitting, hitting the slopes. Hitting the slopes, bro. And the rails. Uh, the Lodge <laughs> from 2019, uh, directed by Saravin... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna see if Severin. I can do this. Severin. Is it Severin. Well, you already, Severin. you already, you already fucked it up. So let me, let me try to finish here. Severin Fiala. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Veronica. Yes. Veronica, I believe it's called, pronounced Frenzy. That's. I think that's it. That's it, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, these are the masterminds behind what is this, James? One of the movies behind the entire podcast. Good night, mommy. Good night, mommy. Which... Movie we both loved. Which, looking into uh, people's thoughts on Goodnight, because I knew that Severin Fiala and Veronica Fran <laughs> did this movie. Um, so I kind of started to look back into like people's feelings about Goodnight Mommy. I just don't think a lot of people really got it. Yeah. So I, here, what's more likely? <laughs> what's more likely? <laughs> Did people not get it, or did we not get it, and we made more of it than was actually there? I mean, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Exactly. Um, I don't I feel th- like that's kind of the point. I don't feel like people people don't pick apart movies the way we do most oh, often. Well, a lot of times people don't know. I agree. I Like, where's the fun in that? Oh. <laughs> right? I mean, I like. Don't I, get me wrong. I love to just like sit down and mindlessly yeah. watch some fucking some movies stupid are not movie. made for that though. But like, so much hate for Goodnight Mommy, and 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 equally so much hate for this movie. And I feel I, like just people. I don't know. I feel like people just aren't like taking the time to actually think about what they're watching. So. So anyway, hearing you say that. That being said, I feel like maybe we are at odds on this movie. Maybe not at odds. Maybe not at odds. Okay. I, I, I shouldn't have lumped this together with Goodnight Mommy. Because I loved Goodnight Mommy. I did too. I did you, not love The Lodge. Oh, you didn't? Did not love okay. The Lodge. Um, I, I love I, I love what it was trying to do. I love Lamp. I, I love Lamp. <laughs> I don't know that it succeeded, though, in what it was trying to do. All right, explain. Um, well, before we get into it, uh, a soon-to-be stepmom is snowed in with her fiancé's two children at a remote holiday village. 
that doesn't make sense. It's a lodge. It's it's, it's a single building in the middle of the wilderness. It's a village. There's, there's a, no village. It's a village. <laughs> Thanks, IMDb. Uh, just as relations begin to thaw, get it, between the trio, some strange and frightening events take place. Fuck, IMDb. Very nice with the wordplay. Um, this movie is starring Riley Keough as Grace. She is the stepmom in question. Do you know who she is? I don't. She is. Well, not only was she in uh, another movie that, as I was watching this movie, I... She did look familiar. I'll give you that. As I was watching this movie, another movie kept popping into my head. And that movie oh. also has to do with uh, the bleak December. Uh, Hold the Dark. Oh, okay. Do you remember Hold the Dark? I vaguely remember Hold the Dark, yes. The movie with uh, the the brother and the sister and the, the wolf mask and the... He was off at war. He got shot in the neck. Yes. It was one of the... Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. What are the, um, why can't I think of their names? Shit, why can't I think of their names? Skarsgård. One of the yes. Skarsgårds. Right? Yes, yes. Do you remember that movie? I do, yes. She was the wife. She was blonde in that movie. Oh, okay. That's why... That's why I Irish. Oh. <laughs> that's why she might not have looked uh, immediately... F- French. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she might not have looked immediately familiar, okay, but okay. yeah, she was the wife in that movie. Okay, okay. Um, so, do you know who else she is, though? She's Elvis Presley's granddaughter. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Isn't that, isn't that weird? Are you telling me the truth? <laughs> no, I, honest to God, she's Elvis, Presley, Elvis Presley's eldest granddaughter. Weird. Yeah. Very strange. Okay, fair the enough. King. Fair enough. Uh, the movie's also uh, starring Jaden Martell, who mm-hmm. was in It. Yeah. That's probably his biggest claim to fame. Yep. Uh, as Aiden. Uh, <clears throat> Leah McHugh as Mia, Aiden's little sister. He's also in Knives Out, too. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah, which Knives I didn't Out. see Knives Out. And he was in My- so Midnight Special, which we both really liked with Michael yes. Shannon. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, uh, so Aiden and Mia are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. They are the kids in question. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you have R- Richard Armitage, who plays Richard, who is the dad, uh, dare I say, dickbag. He's, he's an absolute Richard. Yep. Uh, he, he is an absolute Richard. <laughs> and then you have, um, do you know who, did, did you, re- I, I know, obviously you know this now, but did you know who played Laura? Like going into it, Go, uh, well, when the movie started, I kept thinking she looked familiar, but I couldn't place her. I'm like, she kind of. Wait, are you of, serious? You I'm didn't... like, well, no, that's the thing. I'm like, she kind of looks like Alicia Silverstone. She kind of looks like somebody else. Like, here's the thing, I hadn't seen. You haven't seen her since like exactly since Clueless. So she looks <laughs> like her, but also not the same as I remembered her. So I didn't realize it was actually Alicia Silverstone. Yeah crazy i didn't expect her to show up in this movie though either um, like never in a million years would i have expected that uh, just, i was clueless uh, <laughs> <laughs> right whatever uh i just i hadn't i knew that she was in this movie already gotcha okay so see i did not but it was nice to see her i like alicia sure. silverstone sure um she's in that new shark movie coming out too is she she is oh um okay nice. so uh hold on before we get to it 2019, this came out. Spoilers. spoilers. Heavy spoilers. We have to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about everything. All yep. of it. Yep. Uh, we're going to spoil everything for you. So Correct. please don't listen to this unless you've watched this movie. You can go to Hulu and watch this movie. For free. For free if you have a... Well, or for five bucks a month, whatever it is you pay. Whatever ten, it is. Ten bucks, twelve bucks, fifteen yes. bucks, whatever. Exactly. Um, okay, so I actually want to know your thoughts first. 
Do you? Yes, I do. All right. Um, so I want to know if I missed something here. <clears throat> that just kind of gave away my position. But <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I want to know your thoughts. Well, I I can see I can see where where you are with this movie already. Uh, I did enjoy it. I felt like um, I felt like it it maybe dragged on at times. Like like they could have they could have moved things. I don't know though. It's I'm at still all? I'm at still, all. Huh? I moved things at all. <laughs> this movie was extremely boring, and I don't mean that mm, necessarily. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't mean that in a way that it didn't keep my interest. Mm-hmm. What I mean is that movies, even even movies that are slow burns or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. There's peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. I felt like this movie didn't have any mm. peaks and valleys. It was kind of like a monotone movie. I disagree. I do. I see where, like, uh, I guess monotone, I see where you're coming with the monotone label a little bit, because it did... Good, because that's why I said it. I'm not thinking of monotone in the same connotation that you are. Like, okay. I'm not thinking of it as a completely negative sort of thing. No, I'm like, not... Like, it, it really does, it, it's, got, it's got a very specific feeling that it has throughout the entire movie. Dare I say... The movie's Dare very, you? The movie's very grayscale. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of color to the movie, though, in terms well, of literally, tone. Well, literally. I mean, everything no, 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 about no. it is... What, what I mean, though, no, I get what you're saying. What I mean, though, in terms of... In terms of, <clears throat> like, action or... I guess not action's not the right word. Like, it's just in terms of uh, the life of the movie, it kind of... It's a very... Because it's very bleak, it's very one note from start to finish. They might build up a little bit, but it never capitalizes on the build up. Ever. I in my opinion. See, this movie to me, like, and that's that's what I like just from like reading other people's opinions, I, I sort of get that same idea. Like that's what people thought about it. Like that's that's the same idea that other people had. And to me it was never like as I was watching it. Did you watch this movie alone? I did. No, well, I mean, Chris watched it, but yeah. <laughs> it's not alone. She I asked sleeping. you. Okay. <laughs> so, through like half of it, but yeah. This movie never felt to me like it was a, it was a, like it was, it needed to build to something, to some major crescendo. It was more so like, it was more so like just, I got, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how to word this to not sound like a pretentious asshole, but like, it was very much like uh, the journey itself. The whole thing was it. Everything about it was bleak. Every, sure. Everything about it was. I and guess. Was I guess, like you it. said, everything was. Everything was gray. Everything was. Yeah. Everything was dark. Everything was like even in the happy moments, mm-hmm. there was like a shroud of mist over the whole thing, right? Sure. And like I kind of like that. I just parts. like I just the whole thing felt very uncomfortable and spooky to me, which I really liked. There was parts of it though that cut you off guard. The the the, the scene in the very beginning where Alicia okay, spoilers yeah. spoilers Alicia Silverstone just randomly shoots her fucking brains out. Yeah. Uh, first off, not realistic. There would have been way more blood. <laughs> it's the first thing. I wasn't even shocked that she killed herself. Like there should have been more blood. <laughs> Uh, it depends on the caliber of the handgun. Point if, it was the point, a, if it was a twenty-two, my point it is, though, is really... it comes out of nowhere though. Like, like, like she she finds out that her estranged husband 
wants to finalize this divorce. She can't take it. She goes home, pours a glass of wine, and then within the span of like a, a second and a half, very quickly, yeah, it comes out of nowhere. Bills reaches bills under a handbag. Yeah. yeah, gun in the mouth. There, there, there are scenes like that that do, excuse me, do catch you off guard. Yeah, but they happen so quick they don't really perform a crescendo. You know what I'm saying? It's like a blip. It's a blip in the scene, and that's it. There's no build to it. There's no nothing. So, yes, it happens, but it doesn't do anything to really take you on a ride. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like that the, that's kind of how all those points were in the movie. I also thought that the movie really didn't... A lot of movies have subtext, right? Uh-huh. Subtext in the way where you're watching the movie for one thing, it's written as another thing, and then it comes off maybe as a third thing, right? So there's different ways you can interpret it and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I felt like this movie tried to do that, mm-hmm. but it was too intentionally trying to do that. Like, all the different things didn't live together well. Mm-hmm. That's kind of... What do you mean? Like, give me an example. Um, like, for example, if you've never seen the movie, you're going to be very confused by what we're talking about here, but like... The way that they describe what happens post space heater, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, and it doesn't really. There's no clear path that you can take. Well, rewind a little. So the way that they explain how things happen post gas heater, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, because in the movie. Yeah. In the movie, okay. If people don't know what's going on, it here, doesn't matter. Like, you're, well, it, you no, either, it does though. It, well, you either watch the movie or you didn't. All right, fine. Just we're so, talking. You and so, me are talking. Okay, 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 fine. So, after the space heater incident, we'll mm-hmm. call it, um, they wake up. Everything in the entire lodge is gone. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, there's two ways to think of this. Either someone there's there's some weird thing at play that made everything in the house disappear, yeah. which would go to the saint picture they're talking, that they keep referring to, right? There's this weird presence in the house from this picture they keep showing mm-hmm. that either falls over or it was taken off the wall, now it's back on the wall. The weird things happen, yeah. right? So you think there might be a supernatural element. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's the option. Which that, that idea is kind of like... But that, they play into that it. That seed is planted pretty early. But they, but, and, right? they and they play into like it. Like the though. very first, the like the first night that they're in the house, Grady hears a floorboard creak and he mm-hmm. barks and you see something move. Yes. Uh, yes. Up, up the stairwell, right? Correct. So there's a part of you that's already thinking, okay, this is supernatural. Sure. Right? But you also don't know what that image is. It could be anything. Right. Then there's the secondary thought of, okay, so this is what the what she thinks it is. She thinks the kids are doing this to her. The kids took all of her shit and are punishing her because she's taking the place of their mother who committed suicide. Right, right, right. right? right, right. Then there's the third thing, which is basically... She's a crazy person. No. Well, so I guess there's four four things. Well, there was also the option that she's a crazy person. There's the option that she's a crazy person. She's up all night. this is all in her imagination and whatever. But then there's also the other thing that... They're completely dead. Right. And that this is purgatory. Right. And what doesn't make sense about any four of those things mm-hmm. is that none of them really play out. I understand a a decisive ending, or not, not deci- uh, an undecisive ending, where it's up to interpretation and this and that. I get that to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. 
But I also feel like if you're honing in on one certain thing to make sense of it, none of them really make sense. There's a there's a pretty clear explanation to the whole thing. There's though. not though. Why? What what is your okay? I, this, this is what I want to know. What is your clear explanation? <clears throat> the entire situation was contrived by the kids. Uh, but there was an unintended consequence when they took her pills away. So two things, two things happened. There's, uh, there's Grace who, uh, Grace, that's mm-hmm. her name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's Grace who has this very strange, uh, this very strange history of she was basically raised in a religious death cult. And her her father was the the leader of this death cult, and Grace very, very um, uh, Haley's Heaven, Heaven's, Heaven's, Heaven's Gate Heaven's Gate, Heaven's yeah. Gate sort of yep. thing, um, and and she was the witness to these thirty nine people killing themselves to, you know, go to heaven or whatever, uh, and she was the sole survivor, and her 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 father had indoctrinated her into this and had told her that you will be the only one who survives this this uh, affair mm-hmm. and the reason you're going to survive it is because it's your job now to take the word out to more people so that they can join us in the promised land and she videotaped it which is fucking creepy exactly and the yeah. kids find the tape Very spooky. their dad their dad was writing a book about it was their dad was so he was so an author with yeah, their dad's a gigantic piece of shit. He had this amazing Huge piece of shit. He had this amazing <laughs> life with these kids and his wife, and then he's writing this book basically about this cult. Finds the girl who survived the cult. Fall, she falls she seems, in love with she her. She seems somehow. to be the same age as him. Falls in love with her. No, she seems quite well, a bit younger. You th- well, whatever, regardless. I feel like she's falls in love with her though. Leaves his wife for this. Well, it's fucked up. It's crazy. Yeah. So now he's. So now he's with this girl who has this troubled background. He thinks it's a good idea to send his kids to a remote lodge yeah. in the middle of the fucking mountains in the middle of winter with this woman who has this crazy background. Like, here's a good rule of thumb. If you want your kids to get to know your new beau, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, like you're moving on, you're, you, you, it is what it is. You fell out of love, whatever. You found a new love, whatever. You want your kids to get to, get to meet this new woman in your life? That's fine. Mm -hmm. Do it on a beach somewhere. (laughs) Well, you're there. Sure. (laughs) Like, don't, sure. Don't send your, don't send your two adolescent children up into the mountains but I, I, I get with the, a with a potentially crazy person and then just leave for five well, days. He was obviously a fucking moron to begin with. Oh, of though. course, yeah. He's, he's the most brain-dead guy I've ever seen in my life in a yeah, movie. Like, yeah. Completely brain-dead, not seeing all the writing on the wall. Right. Like, doesn't get it. But, I I also, go- but that being said, I can also sort of understand the idea of, I'm going to send my kids away with this new woman, and if I come back, what if they just bond and they're amazing and this and that? Like, I get that, too. But that's not... It's not realistic, You don't just but I leave them alone though that's crazy yeah so uh going back to what i was saying so like uh so uh shit what was i saying so the 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 options the options of how this would play out right Mm -hmm. uh it and there was the unintended consequence of when the kids contrived this situation to make her feel like she was going crazy yes she actually went crazy because they took her pills away let's so that's yeah. so there's a convergence of the two situations and they f- and they f- and they took it way too far. How do you feel about the dollhouse? 
and I and I, I'm interrupting you only because I feel like that is a part of the story. The dollhouse I didn't like. Okay. That's that's one of the parts of the movie. And granted, I I didn't love this movie. I just I liked it. The movie has problems. It's it's got, problems. got problems. The dollhouse to me was. It was Sim- supposed to be was a simply, thing. Yeah, it was simply like a piece of the a piece of the movie that was used to like foreshadow parts of the movie or like yeah, drive part of the narrative, but it was it was like why would the kids why would the kids set up the entire scene in the dollhouse to give away what they were like cuz I could understand it if they went if they flashed back and forth between the dollhouse and like you just kind of, it was more of a symbolic thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they were using it pretty literally. And at the end, the dad looks into the dollhouse and it's literally the, it's the scene of the kid hanging himself on the, in the stairwell with the word. How do you re- explain that? I have a theory, but how do you explain it? Well, I, I guess I need to hear your theory. Cause I was, I was thinking more, it was just, Oh, are you you thinking more su- supernatural or? Okay, I I don't know. I don't know how I explain it. That's why that that's why the dollhouse to me is the part of the movie that I really didn't like. So the it doll- had, it okay. had okay. heavy it had heavy hereditary vibes. First of all, well, the movie which I which hereditary yeah, did so it way better. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I was about to say that this movie felt like it was playing into that type of filmmaking. Yeah. And just it just didn't succeed mm. as as well. Mm-hmm. It definitely it definitely fell into that. Oh, we're copying this type of movie because it's popular right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here's the deal: the girl is carrying around a doll the entire time. Yeah, the doll is very clearly their mother. It's her mom, yeah. So their mother is with them the entire time. Their mother is also dead. Their mother, if you're looking at this from a I don't want to say supernatural, but from a religious standpoint, yeah, the mother's spirit could be there right why wouldn't that be supernatural but i mean i i guess it is supernatural you're right um but here's the thing there there are scenes that happen in the movie that, oh. there, there are there are scenes that happen in the movie that make me feel like the and i and i mentioned this before the space heater scene from there on mm-hmm makes me feel like that's the the switch in the movie because here's the deal did you did you by chance pause the movie when uh the son has the newspaper clipping of him and his sister i did yeah it says they died due to suffocation Mm -hmm. because of the space heater Mm -hmm. i think that they died that night she's up there covering her mouth because she can feel the gas coming off the space heater. Mm-hmm. The two kids didn't care. I think the two kids, just like their mother, committed suicide and they took the new mom out with her. Mm. No, I do. I no, mean, no, hear me out. No, hear me out. Have hear you me ever out. have you ever been around one of those propane I'm not, I'm heaters? Not, I'm not saying that that makes the sense. I'm they, saying that they sm- narratively they, they smell terrible. No, I'm like, just saying narratively. Okay, just saying narratively. All right, yeah, because then because then she wakes up though. And the smell's not bothering her at all because everything's gone and this and that, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. There's a scene where she tries to go get help. Mm-hmm. She leaves the house. She tries to go get help. Yeah. She approaches a building, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 person in the building doesn't let her in. Then she has to go back to the cabin that well, they the were Well, the person at, right? in the building is pretty clearly her father. 
yes, but right. did you notice that the building itself? So there's a part in the movie. Okay, I don't. I forget which came first, but there's a part in the movie where the sun is hanging by a noose in the staircase. This comes after that part. It does. It does. Wait. No, that comes before that part. Doesn't, it almost doesn't. It, even, it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter it doesn't where it matter. comes. He's hanging in a staircase. Mm-hmm. There's no explanation as to how he's hanging. Yeah, but there he is. but he looks up at how. What's the explanation? In the beginning of the movie, when they're packing their bags to go, mm-hmm. this is one of the first things that I saw. Okay. He he packs a he packs a, a a long nylon strap. I was like, what the hell is that for? He throws he it. Okay. He throws it into his suitcase, and then. Yeah. After he does the whole hanging scene, and he says, we must repent for our sins, blah, blah, blah. And she goes running down the stairs. Then you hear, because throughout that entire scene, you're hearing her dad, Aaron, mm-hmm. saying... Because they're replaying saying, the thing. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. saying, do you want to pray? Should we repent for our sins? Do you want to pray? Yeah. And it cuts to now uh, Jaden, Aiden, Jaden, Aiden, Jayden. <laughs> uh, Aiden is, Aiden is, J- Aiden is, she's, she ran away. Aiden had unstrung himself and it cuts to up in the attic layer of the house. You see a speaker mm-hmm. that's probably connected to his phone playing the loop of Aaron saying the prayers over and over. And you see the nylon strap sitting on the ground. So he had he had rigged okay. up the nylon okay. strap to make it look like he was detail. hanging from his neck, but he well, wasn't actually. Here's the scene though that causes me pause for that. Okay. When she goes out to get help, she comes across this building. Mm-hmm. That building is very oddly shaped like a cross. Yeah. There's a figure inside the cross. Yeah. That doesn't let her in. Excuse me. He says, Jaden says when he's hanging there, right? Whether mm. it's real or not. When he's hanging there, he goes, we're in purgatory. Yeah. So the the idea that they're dead and now that lodge has become their purgatory mm-hmm. and it's whether or not they're, they're in between, whether they're going to heaven or going to hell. The fact that her venturing out of the lodge into the wilderness and then she sees this thing, the cross, which represents heaven. Mm-hmm. And there's a figure in there representing God doesn't let her in is is almost like a thing where yes they're dead and now we're watching her their her struggle of she had this whole religious background but she can't get into heaven because everything that they did obviously was fucked up she's not allowed into heaven do you get what i'm saying and and the thing is though is that that building and what she saw has nothing to do with the kids Mm -hmm. they didn't set that up Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, but but at that point she had also been off of her meds so for like that's three the thing, days. Though. So, but I, but I, but I feel like but I feel like the whole thing of well she, they pranked her she's off her meds it's just it's it's too neat bow in a box kind of thing for this kind of movie. Well, and that's the thing. Like that's why I said I I think that's like the streams get crossed mm-hmm. because they're pranking her because they don't like her. Mm-hmm. They feel like she's responsible for their mother's death. Uh, so they're not looking to just like prank her a little bit. They want to really fuck her up. Sure. Right. And they know the background because they looked at their dad's computer and they found out that she used to be part of this religious cult. So, okay. Right. So, so they decide this is how we're going to fuck with her. But the unintended consequence is that when they take away everything, they also take away her meds, which are keeping her, you know, keeping her grounded 
which is pretty. I mean, you know, psych- makes sense. Psych- yeah, yeah. Psychotropic drugs sure, for sure. people who really need them. Like that's that's what it does. You sure, get off your sure. meds, you go crazy, and so the unintended consequence is that they take away her meds, and now all of a sudden the two realities bleed into each other. There's 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 the reality that the children are experiencing, which is they're stuck in this place with a woman that they dislike, and the other reality the other reality is uh she's also stuck in this place but she's also severely traumatized from her childhood mm-hmm. and now she's not on her meds anymore and so everything starts to intertwine and her belief system from when she was younger starts to bleed into the whole fantasy that the kids have contrived mm-hmm. and now she's just completely bought into the whole thing yeah no i because they like I'm not like, saying you're wrong at all. Because like how do you explain like like with with like with Grady, the dog dying, yeah. right? Or with the dad so showing did the kids just let the dog out to die? Like that seems No, 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 no. Grace uh not Grace. Mia says that she left the door open. She accidentally left the door open. Okay. Right? With the dad showing up at the end, like what's he actually shows up. Yeah. Is he dead too? No. That's true. That's you know? true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> no, I, I, no, no I'll, I'll give you that. I, I will completely give you that. Um, and just on a completely, like, on a completely, uh, just like, uh, superficial level, mm-hmm. as far as, as far as this movie is concerned, like, uh, aside from all the things that it's trying to say, like, whatever we're trying to get to the bottom yeah. of, people going slowly crazy in movies scares the shit out of me, and she did it effectively i like she I agree she you. was genuinely very very creepy i to did me. like how they added in the uh the the, the fact they're watching the thing in one of the scenes which oh. it, which which makes a lot of sense like you, don't, you don't know you don't know who you is, don't know what's what oh, who's crazy that's, that's I a also, good observation and also the dog's name is grady who was the name of the guy from the shining mm-hmm Mm. Another movie where you don't know who's crazy. Damn. So that all makes sense. That's pretty good. Um, that being said, I still think other movies did it better. <clears throat> I, I, I well, still I'm not saying that there's... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm more so on your side now that we've talked this through. Like I, I'm kind of more so on side James than yeah. I was on side Mike yeah. to begin with. I still think, though, that there are other movies that did this type of thing better. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna point to the other movie that started this is Babadook. Like it's a movie that 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 treaded the line of real life and fa- and fantasy or mental illness so well to where they both work and the ending is still satisfactory. See, Babadook to me was like pure symbolism, though. No, a- as as was Goodnight Mommy, as was this movie. I'm just saying. Well, good, the no, Babadook did, well, good did night, it better. Ma- Goodnight Mommy was, I would say. I would say Goodnight Mommy was like kind of halfway between Babadook and this movie because there was so? yeah there was like a supernatural element to it. So did this movie. Did it? Did it? That, that's the thing. Like it. That's the. Did thing. it or was that's it? We're like, we're like we're um, like all the visions. Like was that just? I don't know. Visions I just, of I sugar just, plums in her head because she was like, a nut job. I just feel like had this movie been written by. I don't know, not written by somebody better. That's not what I'm trying to say. But like, <laughs> but had it been in the hands of somebody else who was more 
you know, adept at writing this kind of stuff, maybe it could have come off better. I just feel like, I don't know. It just didn't hit a home run for me. Maybe a double, maybe a triple was not a home run though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it a home run. I I definitely had my issues with it, but like, like overall the story to me was creepy and disturbing and, uh, interesting yeah and i i feel like i feel like this is like honestly if we watched it again you know you pick up on some sure, of the, sure pick up on some of the stuff that maybe you didn't see the first time this is watch, one right? of those yeah. movies that we could probably talk about at length like we did with goodnight mommy you know probably, what i mean probably um overall though i don't know i did i liked it i liked uh, it i think that uh i think i did have my problems with it like there's just obvious parts of the story where it's like why why the fuck would you ever do that like yeah. that's the dumbest shit i've ever seen in my life yeah. but if it I is to, what it is if i had to give it a rating out of two five zero being terrible five being amazing i'd probably give it a two five it's very middle of the road i give it like a three very, i'd give it very middle of the road i give it like a three three two five maybe <laughs> getting very specific there <laughs> um okay moving on then to the next movie Cold Prey. Cold Prey. Uh, a Norwegian film. Oh, Fritville. Fritville. No, fr- Fritvilt. Fritz Frit. Fritvilt. Fritvilt. Which means free game. Free game. In is that no- actually what it means? Free game. So in, this is called in, free game in Nor- Norway. Norwe- in Norwegian. Not, not, not Norwegian. Norwegian. <laughs> um, yeah, it's called free game. Okay. Uh, so this movie came out in 2006. It is directed by Roar Utog awesome name right roar 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 come on named after the greatest tippy hedron movie of all time uh, uh he also directed the new tomb raider movie oh same guy really who knew i mean a norwegian named roar roar does it get much cooler than that <laughs> dude, dude when he introduces himself to me my name is roar <laughs> it depends on who he's talking to. My name is I'm surprised that uh, I can't do that name that sound. <laughs> I'm surprised that Joe Exotic didn't rename himself Roar. <laughs> Roar Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Five young Norwegians head up to the mountains to snowboard. Hey, one breaks his leg and it's getting dark soon, so they can spend the night in a big abandoned hotel closed thirty years ago. <laughs> it's it's a very IMDb accurate is, description. IMDb is killing it with these descriptions. It's a tonight. very accurate description. It it's is. Just, it's also a terrible yeah, description. Yeah, it's just really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie is starring uh, Ingrid Bergdahl. So what would this be? What, uh, what do people in Norway speak? Swedish? Norwegian. Norwe- is it just Nor- Norwegian? It's Norwegian? Yeah, yeah Swedish is probably close, I think, it, but Norwegian is, a, is its own thing. Is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm so, so, Ingrid, so I'm so uncultured. Ingrid Boslo Berdell plays uh, Janicki. Janica. Yeah, I'm sorry, Janicki. <laughs> yeah, no, Janica. <laughs> you know what? You take over. You take over. It's fine. All right. So uh, Janica, really? Janica. Janica. Did you not? Oh, you were okay. So yeah, we got to get okay. <laughs> so yeah, sh- um, Janica. Yes, played yep. by Ingrid Bolsa Berdell. Uh, Rolf Christian Christian Larson. Can I can I before we move on here? Yeah. Can I interrupt you? Yeah. <coughs> it's been a while. <coughs> it's been a while. <coughs> See if. 
Uh, nope. No, it's, I'm out of practice, man. <laughs> I'm out of practice. Was that a genuine try? <laughs> it was a genuine try. Fine. Fine. <laughs> there we go. Lay you down <laughs> by the fire. <laughs> Little Bee Gees action. Uh, Rolf Christian Larson played... Uh, Morton Tobias. Tobias yep. We will be referring to him as Norwegian Ron Weasley from now on. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Are you shitting me? Yeah. One of my notes says literally this Ron Weasley motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Mike, it's Norwegian Ron Weasley. Oh my God! Okay. I think Amazing. that's. I think it's. Without even polling other people, I will say that that is general Usually, consensus. When I think somebody looks like somebody else, though, you disagree with me. So this I'm very. Is, I'm very excited. This is fucking dead on. I'm very like, excited. Dead on. <laughs> Like, for once in your well, life, you are correct. We'll see if you think my other comparisons are correct. Oh, God. <laughs> Thomas Alf Larson plays Eric. Yep. Anything? Jock. Jock. He's Jock. just like Jock. He was in Troll Hunter. Oh, he was. You're right. Um, You're right. You're right. Um, Andre, Andre Martin... Me, hold on. Why, <laughs> why is this not showing me the whole name? Uh, Mistilligan? Huh? Mistilligan? Andre... Andre Mart- Martin Midstigen mm-hmm. plays Mikal. That was close. Do you have one for him? No, because I forget what he looks like. Uh, Norwegian singer of Finch. Sure. That's a, that's a deep looks, cut. He looks a like deep the cut. singer from Finch. I get what you're saying. Deep he cut. totally does. He also looks like a young Jared Leto. Yeah. Very young Jared Leto. I don't know about that. I singer will. from Finch. Okay. Uh, Victoria Wing- Vinge. <laughs> <coughs> Wait. Huh. <laughs> Clear those pipes. <laughs> Kill you with a pickaxe. Oh, babe. Here's the thing. <laughs> she plays Ingun. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here this is my this is my Oh, my my don't description. Get, don't get creepy. No, Hold no, on. no. She's a mix of two things. Okay. Natalie Dormer. Okay. And the alien chick from Splice. Oh. <laughs> she was a hot alien. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. But she's kind of got that weird... Going to last episode, you just described Anya Taylor-Joy. Kind of. They're very... <laughs> a hot alien. They're, they're very similar, but... <laughs> Because she has her eyes are very far apart, I, not in a bad way. But she does look like the chick from Splice. I like a like a last week. I was the one doing a creepy, like trying to creepily explain why a girl was pretty, and this week you're doing it. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like her eyes are too far apart, but like in a super good way. Like kind of like how Natalie Dormer's got the crooked smile. It's one of those kind oh, of things. Oh, dude, Natalie like, Dormer's crooked smile is so she cute. She looked like Natalie Dormer. With the splice eyes, a little bit. I don't know if I'm getting the Natalie Dormer so much. I was. Um, it's, it's fair if you don't. I was. It's fine. Like, uh, I was. There was somebody else that. She How really can you ad- objectify her? How can I? Oh, let's. Uh, you want to? <laughs> Welcome to the Buzzjectification <laughs> podcast. Uh, that no, was good. I. That was good. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, that was a that was a one two three four five beers <laughs> five beers in joke, um and three of them Listen, are and three hot. of them are tall boys. She was hot. She's is a babe. What is what we're trying to say. She's a babe. Total babe. Uh, Total she babe. was a babe. And t- and to be completely and to be be completely fair, 
The dudes were babes, too. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, totally. There you go. Totally. <laughs> Except for that fucking Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how Ron much does Weasley he look like Ron Weasley? Oh, dude, though? completely. And I actually, I was thinking Ed I, Sheeran at first until no. Ron Weasley popped in my head, and I was like, done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. So anyway, <laughs> go on. So this movie, uh, you and I, might, okay, you and I might come to the same conclusion overall about the movie, but you and I watched two very different movies. We and, did, and here's did. why. Yeah. Michael was fortunate enough to watch it in its native, native tongue. In its native tongue with uh, subtitles. Subtitles. Subtitles, as they call it in the Norwegian hills. <laughs> and I wanted desperately to watch it that way because I fucking hate dubs. I hate them. They ruin movies. Unless it's, you know, unless it's like a really bad movie. We were discussing this before sure. the show. If it's a really bad movie, like with old a, Japanese movies that are just kind of funny to watch to begin with, can be can can be almost be made better with funny dubs. <laughs> they can. Right. I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that in like a bad way at all. But but there is like a charm to it. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, and I like I yeah. It's just like if you're watching a really shitty movie and there's a bad dub, like it just kind of it it makes it more fun for some yeah, reason, right? Absolutely. But this movie is actually a pretty good slasher movie. It's not terrible. But I watched it with a... F- the dub on this was fucking abysmal. Was it? Uh, see, that's unfortunate. So bad. I will say this. With the with the native tongue and the subtitles, though, uh, it was good. And I was telling you before we started, it reminded me, even though I know this movie was Norwegian, it reminded me a lot of the French extremist movies, not because of the extremity of it. Like that wasn't it. It was yeah. the look of it. Like it looked a lot like martyrs or like high tension you, or whatever. Like, you did. Sh- you did mention that. And I think it was like, it's the saturation. Cause like, Cause like you said, it's not so much like, it's not so much the extremity of the no. violence French is because way French more horror violent. is fucking yeah. brutal. Uh, yeah. There's just something about the look of it. The saturation of this movie when they're in, once, especially once they get to the uh, to the lodge, no pun intended, from eh. the first movie, um, the saturation is so low, it's like four steps away from being a black and white movie. Well, they bounce. Like, it's really dark. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's super it's, it's all grays. It's yeah. all grays. Um, yeah. And they, they they bounce back and forth with kind of the, like, the, they do, the, the mood, the tone of the movie. But most of it, movie. though, it's super, super grayed out. Like, yeah. it's, you know, and, but it fits the movie. It does, I'm just saying, yeah. it, But I'm just saying that's what it looks like It does. Um, so, yeah, watching this movie, uh, even with the terrible dub, I could tell that the actors were doing a pretty good job. Yeah, it was it's okay. So, it fucking, it takes you out of there it. There is, when you, even when with you the get these s- shitty, like. These yeah. shitty English dubs. Well, are... even with the subtitles, even with the subtitles, there's a lot lost in translation, especially to English. A lot of times, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of times, though, a lot of times the 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 dialogue they're using wasn't the. Well, it came off cheesy because it's the closest representation of the language in English. A lot of times, it's like the sent sentence structure. Yeah. You know, like the yep. order that the words are in and stuff like that. Kind of, it's like, what are you fucking Yoda? Like, exactly. <laughs> well, no, it is, it is. And like I said, that's just the translation, though. right? I, absolutely, yeah. Is. And that's just um, that's just our that's our stupid American. English like, has way more words, so in other languages, 
you don't have all those descriptive words all the time. You right. know? Like it, it just it is what yeah, it is. It's just our stupid American like superiority our superior what we see as superior brains. Yeah. So <laughs> just if, like ruining it for ourselves because we think, oh that <laughs> that's a that's a terrible line. Yeah. But it, it in in reality, like like I was saying, I'm watching this movie with the shitty uh English dub. Of course. It's terrible. The voice the voice acting was awful. Uh, but even even getting past that, like the performances, the physical performances from the actors, I thought was really really good. Yeah, they were fine, um, perfectly fine. And it's very I, much. I wanted so badly to to watch it in 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 the proper in the proper language, just with subtitles. You almost don't even need the subtitles for a movie like this in a lot of parts. You do to a certain degree, just there's to get a, some, just just to get a general some... idea of what's going on. But like there was. My, on that note, on that note, I thought that, because you're saying that like it almost doesn't matter. I say that it does because there was a lot of character development in this movie, which is good. Yeah. But I felt like they held off the killer part of the movie a bit too much. You didn't see the killer's face, quote unquote face, mm-hmm. until the last 10 minutes of the movie. You didn't see the killer until the last 25 minutes of the movie. I felt like they kind of held it off a bit much for it being a slasher. That being said, I thought it was done well. I liked it. I, I really did like it. it. Wasn't the last twenty five um, minutes of yeah, the movie? Yeah, it was. I I clocked it. Really? I mean, you see his outline and his shadow, but you don't see like definitively what he looks like, even his body type, until the last twenty five minutes of the movie. Um, I thought that the movie was was good elsewhere. Uh, elsewhere, though, I like the stories they're telling. I like the idea that you had uh, fucking Ron Weasley, who <laughs> was in love with the main girl, mm-hmm. you know, but she was with the other dude and yada yada. But she knew it. She knew. Well, she knew it, but she also didn't feel the same way about him. But I she know, was also but, a sweetheart about it. But ho- but hold on, she knew that he was in love with her. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. Well, so when he's laying on the couch and you guys make up your little, the least, the very least you could well, do yeah. is when you're laying on your little makeshift bed three feet away from him, don't, don't just fucking. I saw ex- that scene. Don't I explicitly go. make out with your, with your, I, with I, your, I, your I saw- discount store Channing Tatum looking <laughs> fucking boyfriend. I saw this that poor scene. guy's laying there with his fu- with his ankle He's sitting there removed from his body. He's like, sitting there listening to them, and then just a big sway of the rest of his straight drink or whatever. And I go, yeah. I go, dude, been there. <laughs> I know how you feel. <laughs> like this is the fucking pits, man. Yeah, I, I can commiserate with him. That being said, though, she wasn't like a total bitch. To no, me, no, no, she like, wasn't. Even before that scene in the movie, you could tell like, she knew. You could tell before then she stayed with him, yeah. and she had affection for him, just not in that no. way. And you could tell they did as a group of friends. I I, I really like them, except for Mikel when he left them to die. Yeah, he fuck was. Him. Yeah, fuck him. He's done. Yeah, he was. Well, he was kind of Piece a of cock shit. throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Motherfucker, dude, this hot ass babe is into you. This she, hot ass babe. She, she lets you disrobe her from the waist <laughs> up. Just fucking settle down on the fucking pants. Why? You know what I'm saying? 
Settle just because a chick doesn't let you fucking rail her the first night you get her alone doesn't mean she, she's doesn't mean that you should be so offended that you leave the room. You know, I was so I was watching this. Come as, on, dude. I was watching this as a as a as a as a man. I'm thirty almost. I'm a red blooded American male. Fucking my own. No, I'm thirty seven years old. Right. Yeah. I have kids, which I'm means I've seven. Huh? Yeah. I'm almost thirty seven. I thought say you're not thirty. I'll be thirty seven next month. Okay. Um. Oh, shit. Okay. Which means you're gonna be thirty seven pretty soon. I just meant I have to do something for your birthday. Tanker easy. Uh so Tankersley. Tankersley. <laughs> what? So <laughs> I- I'm watching this I'm watching this. Like I I have two kids, which means I've had sex at least twice, right? And so I know what that's like. She could have split that up. And I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong with just making out? That's, right? That's still fun. Dude. And you you're had, you and, had, you're, and you're still half not even, naked. Not like, even just making out. You had fifty percent access. Like like guys are jerks, man. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and, thank you. Thank you. You you suddenly spoke for every girl ever. Thank no, you. When we were no, watching the guys, live, no, guys are fucking dicks. Like I like like you're like you are you're you're shacked up with this this cute little girl who obviously is super into you. You guys are both half naked. You're making out. Just fucking this, just 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 make out and have some fun. Just like, fucking go in the water and motorboat her. And you then, know what I'm saying? Like, and, then come he, on. and then he like like I've never got I've never gotten that whole like the and I know that this shit happens in real life. Oh, you know, because oh, like because yeah, like this oh, this kind of like like it, like you go to stick your hand down a girl's pants and she goes, no, I don't want to do that, and. The correct reaction is to go, oh, okay, I guess I'll just make out with you then. Oh, I'm sorry. We're moving too fast. Yeah. Done. I guess I'll just make out with you then. (laughs) But instead, he gets up, puts all of his clothes on, and walks down the hallway all chuffy. I don't even know what she's thinking. She gives me this thing. She didn't give you any signals, bro. There's no signals. (laughs) She was making out with you, dude. Just fucking, just, just have some, I, I just like, I'm, I'm. Like I'm going, I'm I'm flashing Welcome back to, to the buzzed feminist podcast. <laughs> well, I'm flashing back to like I'm flashing back to how old do you think these people were? Maybe like twenty, eh, early twenty twenties, twenty three, yeah. twenty four. Yeah. Like I'm flashing back to my age back then. I'm like, well, by that point I was already almost engaged. But like, I'm thinking I mean, at that age I was still afraid of women. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're a good example. Like if a, if a girl just wanted to like make out and have some have some fun, like. Hey, are you, let's. Are you kidding let's me? Lay that, in, to like, me, that was third base. Let's <laughs> let let's lay in bed and kiss each other on the mouth. That's fuck. That's fun. What's wrong with that? Like, and yeah. also, you're in a disgusting, dingy old lodge, oh, yeah. uh, where you've been hiking all day. Now, I will like, say this. I will you, say this. There's is it one, really? Is it really that important at this scene, point in time? We're really spending a lot of time yeah, on. This. There's a scene in this movie though that made me realize why he maybe he walked away from her. Why? Maybe because she was dirty enough to try to take a shower in that bathroom. Did she try to take it? She, she went to go turn the water on. Well, she was gonna take a shower. She dude. at least had to try. I get it. Did you see the walls though? I don't want to be with any chick that's gonna take a shower with walls like that. I have taken a shower in a bathroom with walls like that before. That's it was in Georgia, and this is why I've never had sex with you. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> it was in Georgia. We were staying with these people who are uh, cave dwellers. No, we were on tour, and 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 this this group of the I think it was it was a girl and a guy, 
I think another girl lived in the house. This was one of the most disturbing experiences of my life. We went back to their house and everything seemed all right. Like we were drinking beers and stuff like that. And then we started looking around. They had a lot of animals at the house and the animals weren't doing well. Okay. Like one of the cats, it was a baby kitten and like its eye was falling out. Oh my God. And like the whole house smelled like cat piss and there was like a severely emaciated pit bull in the backyard we actually called animal control the next day. We left the house. What the fuck is wrong with you guys to stay there? Oh, no, no. We left the house the next day. We went and parked in the parking lot of the mall, and me and Alex... This is what you call a sidebar. This is... <laughs> me and Alex... Nobody gets down. <laughs> no. I, uh, me, and, me and Alex called animal control the next day. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we called, and we we're like, hey, this house that we were at last night, there's like animals dying everywhere. It was it was fucking bizarre. Jesus, I don't remember how I got on this tangent, but it was uh, it was a gross shower. <laughs> oh yeah, so I <laughs> showered in their shower the next oh, day, oh. and I had to plunge the drain like with my the palm of my hand. Is this why I have crabs still? Yeah, probably. It was fucking disgusting. Okay, not just okay. crabs, like lobsters, <laughs> like fucking. Oh, <laughs> uh, doc, I got scallops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, he was a piece of shit, and whatever. Uh, <laughs> the killer in this movie, I actually thought was pretty cool. Um, In terms of what? <laughs> I, in terms of look. Look, sure. Like, his look was his look was cool. I, I, just... couldn't, I couldn't get out of my head that his mustache just kind of looked like, uh, like a 70s porn star. <laughs> like, that's who the killer was underneath all of this shit. <laughs> or a hipster. Like he's just either or. Like he's just really. He was the whole time. He was pissed that he couldn't find a good IPA. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just fucking murdering everybody in sight. <laughs> I I actually the the killer was one of the not the job I had, but the killer was one of the things I had the biggest biggest problem with with this movie. Why? So <clears throat> I wanted this movie, and this movie was was marketed sort of as like the Norwegian answer to a slasher, Friday Thirteenth, whatever, right? And it was to a certain degree. Yeah. I thought that the the violence was toned down almost too much in in sake of story. Because let's you be honest. Really? Let's be honest. Most slasher movies, very it's a very thin story, lots of <laughs> lots of killing. This was the opposite. When I think of slasher, I think of that. I don't know though. Like I don't know. I, I don't. I I don't know. Like think about think about a f- like one of the early Friday the Thirteenth movies. Uh, it was a lot of, it was a lot of like watching the the camp counselors interact with each other. But again, I say we didn't see the killer's face in this movie for the last ten minutes of the movie. You didn't see the killer's face in Friday the Thirteenth until like the in the original fourth movie in the original. Yes, but the Jason <laughs> movies. It's like there's something about a good slasher movie where actually when you, you know actually you saw his face at the end of well yeah two? Definitely. yeah but right? like yeah wait his actual face yeah or are you talking about when he jumps out of the water oh that's, well that's I guess when he movie. jumps out of the but he's still a kid but that's neither here nor there yeah whatever <laughs> my my point is though is that like with most slasher movies the reason that they are what they are is because you know who the killer is now I understand. Within the, there's three movies in this trilogy, by the way. Mm-hmm. There's two and three, uh, Cold Prey. But... Freetfield. Freetfield. 
in in this particular movie, I understand the first movie is always like you don't know who the killer is, yada yada. Like there's that. But when we did see the killer, I thought he was dumbed down a little bit. Why? I I just think that I didn't think that the violence was enough. Honestly, really? Yeah. When I when I think of a good slasher movie, I think of a f- crazy effects and crazy crazy violence and this and that. I just this movie was lacking a little bit for me in that regard. I don't I don't know because like so there was so let's run through the kills here. We got uh, um wasn't Yannicka was it? Ington uh-huh. Ington's kill. She got she got stabbed several times with a giant pickaxe yeah okay that was pretty violent yeah the fact that she got stabbed was violent but it didn't look violent mm, i think that you're i think that i don't know dude am i think I desen- you're am i desensitized well to, you're to horror <laughs> well you are clearly desensitized to horror that's pretty obvious when you and i start talking about horror movies in front of the rest of our friends that's like <laughs> that's, that's everybody's like what the fuck is wrong with these guys wow um yeah i'd I thought it was I thought it was pretty decently violent, especially for like a like a first installation in a uh, in a slasher franchise. Fair. Like you got you got uh, her Ington getting uh, getting pickaxed to death. You got uh, Mikael getting his neck snapped. You got uh, yeah, but they're all but they're all kills that are pretty quick and non descriptive. Like uh, they are, but they aren't. I don't know. I just felt like. I just feel like for a slasher movie, if that's what they were trying to convey, this movie felt sort of like the Friday remake in a way. Well, I don't don't think that you need, like, I mean, there's no... But it needed more violence. Like, if you're making a slasher movie, heavy on the violence. That's what the movies are. I I, I don't know. Like, I, I I feel like you're, I feel like you're sort of like, you're sort of pigeonholing slashers in general like i don't fair. i don't think Maybe that a, I, am, I don't but... think a slasher movie has to have a certain level of violence in order to be a slasher movie like there's to me there's to me there's a certain amount of uh uh fear that is present within mystery mm-hmm. when it comes to a slasher like we we've seen movies that are technically slashers where like most of the violence is done off screen. You know what I mean? That's true. And th- they're still but this they're movie, still just as effective. I don't this know. We didn't do much off screen either. Like they kind of showed you what it was, but what it was was not what I expected. I, that's not to say this movie was a bad movie. I like this movie a lot, actually. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I thought the characters were likable. I thought that. The characters were actually, more importantly, were believable. Mm-hmm. I thought that everything that happened in this movie, even uh, what's her name, uh, the main girl, who God, I had such an, I had such an affliction with her, um, Yannicka. 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 Yeah, she's hot as rocks, right? <laughs> but then every now and then, say okay, yeah, she looks like Jesse Camp, and it <laughs> fucking. Threw my life into a tailspin. <laughs> the dude from Who Wants to Be a BJ? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it threw my life into a tailspin every time. Because I'm like, why in one second do I find her attractive and the next second I see Jesse Camp? Like, what is wrong with my life? So it's cool, man. All you got to do is do you get see up it, there though? and shake your muffin, man. Do you see it, though? Yes, I yes, do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
I don't know if it was the hair or her face, but it took me back to the fucking late 90s and Jesse Camp, dude. That's crazy. That's a crazy pull. Not even even a do you want to be a VJ. He was a VJ because he won. Well, yeah. He was around for a bit. But he was the original... Do you want to be a VJ? <laughs> she looked like didn't, him a didn't little. Didn't Carson bit. Daly actually get his job because he Carson Daly was runner up in that uh, in that contest? Oh, really? I see. And I, then Carson Daly went on to be a long standing. I feel like you're right. I part like you're right, of yeah. MTV and Jesse Camp f- <laughs> faded into obscurity somewhere. But I'm not wrong, right? Not well. She had there were there. I get what you're saying. There were certain angles. I get what you're saying. Where she had... Jesse Camp looks feminine to begin with, to be honest with you. So (laughs) that's just the thing. But like the point is, is they looked like each other in a lot of scenes. And it threw my dick through a whirlwind. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Considering the conversation that we had off air, (laughs) this is... There's... Like you're you're being tugged in so many different directions, <laughs> oh, and I mean that. Oh, trust me, I was. I mean that, <laughs> very literally. <laughs> um. What anyway, though, fuck, so dude? she goes on to be, she takes over the whole situation, and she ends up being the one to confront the, uh, the 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 masked uh, the fjall man. Fjall manen. Fjall What does which, that mean? Uh, I don't even know. The mountain man. The mountain man. Yes. In Norwegian. Uh, she goes on to basically take him on. It's very Final Girl-esque, you know, if you will. And uh, it works out in her favor, being that there are two other movies starring her after this. <laughs> oh, is she in both of them? She is. Oh. I, I take it back. Spoiler I, she's alert. She's in, for sure, the second one. Yeah. I believe the third one as well. Um, I wonder if it's kind of like a Hatchet series where it all takes place in like a, a, a 24 to 48-hour period. Well, the second movie... Uh, it, Pull, sounds like it pulls from uh, Halloween 2 because I, oh. I'm pretty sure the second movie takes place in the hospital. Oh, shit. Because okay. she ends up, after this whole whole ordeal, fair she enough, ends up enough, in a hospital. Enough. And I'm pretty sure that that's where uh, at least a portion of the second movie takes place. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. I'm actually, uh, I'm I'm really, I, I want to do a retrospective on this. Okay. And do the other two movies. Well, hey, that's because I actually that's a whole episode. I actually enjoyed this movie quite I did a lot. Too. I uh, I thought that it was missing certain certain things that made it a great slasher. I will say that. I mean, you could say that about so many movies that tried to be classic slashers. As sure. far as listen, as far as like, so. All the great slashers are from the 70s and 80s, right? Mm-hmm. That's where all the really great slashers are from. Sure. Uh, when in the late 90s, early 2000s, when they tried to revive the slasher genre, there was a lot of movies that kind of, there was a lot of movies that did great, right? I, mean, I know what you did last summer. Sure, sure. Stuff like that. Uh, My Bloody Valentine remake, like. Uh, which I thought was I liked it. I thought it was pretty. I good. I thought it was good. Yeah, actually, um, I thought the I believe my bloody Valentine was great. Or 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 even the movie Valentine, which was corny as hell, but like it was it was fun. Was, like urban legend. It was, was a, it was a slasher. It was fun. It was it was an ensemble movie. It was those were as good fuck. for two thousands movies. Uh, it, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like this this movie came out in what two thousand six. Yeah. As far as 
I would actually rank this movie as far as a slasher, like a modern day slasher. I would rank this movie above a lot of the like the movies that I just well the movies that I just mentioned, like Valentine. Uh, uh, not I know what you did last summer because that was a, just that's a great. It that's classic in the gore though. Here's the thing. I don't, Here's I don't, I, you're getting hung up on this no, gore thing. No, no, though. no, no. Like, I, I don't with slasher movies though. Here's the thing. The slasher genre exists on like in my opinion two different uh, two principles mostly Th- mm. i'm sorry three principles mostly you have to have a killer right uh-huh. you yeah. have a solid killer yeah that's the most important part sure yeah second most important you have to have a likable slash hateable ensemble of kids that you can kill okay thirdly you have to have gore nudity whatever like you have to have all these things that are exploitative, right? Whether it be blood, whether it be boobs, whether it be whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a slasher movie is just an extension of an exploitation movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it is an exploitation movie, but it definitely has those elements to it. Like to me, a slasher is not a slasher just because there's a killer killing people. Mm. It's it's everything kind of mixed in together like it's that perfect combination of all of these things i thought this movie was a, a great horror movie it's a great killer movie it's a great whatever whether or not i think it's a great slasher movie though i think it's a bit lower on the totem pole based on the fact that it didn't exploit itself mm. i think it was trying to be too smart to exploit itself to the slashers that i like that's not to say that i'm right in my opinion on this movie I'm only giving my own opinion. That's all. You know, for people that have maybe agreed with me or you or us in the past, if you if you've agreed with me, this is my take on it. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. There okay. you go. I am the Siskel to your Ebert. We don't always agree, James. No, that yeah, and that's <laughs> that's fine. And I don't I don't completely disagree with you on this. I just I I feel like I feel like you're. Um, your rules for what makes a slasher. I just don't like, I don't like boxing myself in too much. I do kind of get what you mean though. Like I, there's, there is a certain feeling in typical slashers that is not present in this movie. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. That being said, I think this is a pretty good foundation for, uh, for a slasher movie. Like I, I, uh, for a slasher franchise and i'm excited to see what they do with the second and the third installment yeah i think this movie fits firmly in the in the middle column of what a slasher is right there's lots of movies that are on the outside columns i would i would sit here and say jaws has elements of being a slasher i've said that in the past yeah and it does that's on the outskirts Jeez, my hiccups are crazy. Uh, oh, that Jaws uh, exists on the outskirts of what I consider. I, I, it, but it has enough, yeah, to where it, it at least overlaps into it, right? Sure, yeah. Whereas this movie, I feel like I want it to be right down the center, and it's just kind of off to the side of mm. it. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense, but fuck it. It's late, and uh, I'm tired. <laughs> that that's where I'm at. All right, well, I think that'll do it then for Fritwild. 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 Cold Bray. I liked both movies. I liked both of the movies as well. I didn't love both movies, though. Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair to say. 
liked them, didn't love them. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I actually do want to rewatch now that I know that I have access to this film without the dubs. No. Uh, through you, I would like to watch it without the dubs. I would like to watch. You're welcome, sir. I would like to watch your copy of it, uh, because the dubs really took me out of this film. Um, and I actually want you. <laughs> well, I have 48 hours left on my on my uh, rental on YouTube. I would like you to watch a portion of this movie with the dubs, just so send, you can see how fucking terrible it send is. Send it to me. It's so bad. Um. And uh, I would also, I'd honestly like to rewatch The Lodge too, because I feel like there's, I feel like there's something there. There's something that like maybe you and I need to look into and discuss missed, a little perhaps. bit more. Not even that we miss, but just like see if we can line up a little bit more. That's fair. Because it just feels like one of those movies that we could talk about for a while. So that's fair. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. That's the one. We were supposed to get snowed in, but it didn't really happen, so we talked about some snowed in horror. So that's it. What are you gonna do? That's it. What are you what are you gonna do? Rails. Next week. Rails. That's what we're gonna do. Next week. Oh wait, breaking news. Uh I think we're going back to weeklies. Yeah, I think so. We're doing it. Why not, right? Why not? Why not? There might be a couple of weeks every uh, every now and then. We might skip. Yeah, a week, we. But, yeah, you know, it might. Yeah, we're not going to be too. We're not going to be too strict about it. But we uh, we're thinking that maybe we'll go back to every Friday. So we we uh, we've both missed doing this every week. Absolutely. We feel like there's something missing from our lives. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. Um. And hey, we're gonna go back to it. Yeah. And uh, if there's a reason that we need to miss, so but so be it. We might miss a week here and there. We used to be uh, way more strict about it. And uh, in our old age, we're uh, we're getting less strict about that. <laughs> so there might be some weeks here and there. We'll let you know if there's a week coming up that uh, we're not going to be able to be do it. Then we'll let you know. We'll but, keep we'll keep you posted. Yeah. And where will we keep you posted? On social media. Where oh. can you find us on social media? Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. Uh, you can also get that information on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. Uh, also, uh, ask any of our friends; they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Ask they, fucking they Brian. Know, they know what's up. Fucking Brian knows where to find us. Ask ask our, our our main our main fan Josh. He'll tell you. Yeah. Maybe not. He'll probably direct you toward his podcast first. Yeah. But. yeah. <laughs> you know what? On that on I that would. note, don't ask him because he'll probably tell you to listen to the bloody good film podcast. And we actually, don't, we don't speak of their name on our show. So you and, know. unless actually, I think we're going to be on their show pretty soon. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, I think we're doing some. I think we might be know. doing some uh, some stuff right. involving some certain post pubescent, post pubescent uh, amphibious. Oh, See, stop amphibious right there. Stop right there. Kung fu practicing. Stop right there. Yeah, my dick's hard. <laughs> stop. Right that's there. what it takes, huh? Stop right there. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, we will see you honestly next week. Probably next week. All right. And All we're right. going to, and uh, here's the movie we're watching Schindler's List. <laughs> See you next week. Can't wait. We're not doing Schindler's List. <laughs>